So you qualify. I'm from a place where fish was made. Corduroy Valley, sporting those Rock Kim Caves. Rock Kim Kane, high self-esteem. Promise me a moment in life just to wreck y'all blames. Throw the tech to your brain. Putting the best to shame. This is Theodore. Best to tuck those Dana Danes. See me coming. Start running in. Let's go. Let's go. Fly niggas when we walk through the party. Pimp talk with the max strapped to our body. Bartenders is nervous, afraid to service. Bad service, unsmack them on purpose. You see us drunk, coming burpers. Paper chasing, start to straight up in the makers. Theodore Clock the four devils with the patience. Cell phones is blowing, the crew's not available. We back. We back. A word in the town, we the realest dude. We don't need no dime. Let's go. Let's go. All we need is a drum like fuck it. He can rhyme, I say. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Turn your head round. Lay on the ground. You've been wrong. I'm all over the place, but I got a I got a reason for playing these songs. I wanna see if you understand why I'm playing these songs. Saturday, shout out to the day one supporters. Where the bitches at? It's supposed to be titties. Where the fucking titties and the bitches? Let's go, let's go, let's go. Who run? 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 We gon' vibe out, man. Pack episode. Let's go, let's go.
Turn a dollar to a million, ho, what's happening? Uh, yeah, ayy. I got the thing got right, the now, thing man. right now, man. I'm going to tell y'all about, about it in a minute. Yo, I formed a crew. Next trip, tell me I'm slipping. I'm the boss of the thing. I need to watch my position. Bitch to sneak. Strife with it not to be trusted. A weak leak in the team. In the chain of combustion. Let's go. Let's go. Lovers for suckers. Too many enemies is out there, son. Trying to bring the ruckus. Keep a tight circle. Don't let We about to get started. We about to get started. So I had a little thing to this. Let me take my echoes off. So I had a little thing to this mix. I'm not sure if you are familiar with the group, the classic group, the Delphonics. Of course, <laughs> we don't. I, if you don't know the Delphonics, yeah. I had to make sure. I know what you're doing. I had, man. To ma- I had to make sure. I knew you probably knew who it was, but yeah, um, these are all the songs that were sampled by the Delphonics. And today, the um, the singer of the Delphonics, William Hart, has passed away. Sad news, man. Sad news. Yeah, uh, he was one yeah, of my man. favorite. He was one of my underrated favorite singers. And that was one of my underrated favorite old groups. They had a unique type of sound and they was actually still record music. <laughs> Probably mm-hmm. like 10 years ago, man. They uh, released the album that was produced by Adrian Young, who's a very talented producer. And um, and what's crazy about this album is it sounded like it was made back in the 60s or the 70s. So, um, yeah, man, um, sad, one of my favorites, one of the all-time greats, in my opinion. And a lot of people, you, a lot of people sampled their shit. <laughs> so, yeah, rest yeah, in no, peace. A lot of classic albums, uh, a lot of classic records were made from Delphonic samples, man. Yeah, definitely a legendary R&B group. So, sad news, man. Yeah, yeah. So, figure out, you know, it's, it's crazy because I was going through all the, all the artists that sampled that group. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, I forgot. I didn't realize how much it was. I thought it was going to be like a couple songs, but it's a lot of people that actually sampled their stuff. So yeah. I'm like, damn, that was, that's kind of dope, man. Yeah, no, it really was, man. Uh, yeah, RP. And yeah, if you don't know the Delphonics, man, go, go learn you up some R&B history because they're definitely one of the great R&B groups of our time. And yeah, sad news, but you know, time goes on. Sad, yeah. but it happens, man. I think, so. Yeah, I think it's. I think it hits uh, a little harder when, I guess, somebody is super is still active, even though they're older. So yeah. like John Witherspoon, when he passed, it's like damn, mm-hmm. because he was still out here doing shows, and you know, you didn't really see you know him declining as much. Yeah. So, um, you know, even though I think William Hart, I forgot how old he was, but he was, you know, obviously up there. 
but he was really? still, you know, recording music. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it kind of hit a little different when, you know, they were just doing music and then pass away rather than somebody like John Madden who been chilling over the last 10, 15, 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, William Hart was 77 years old, Man. which, I mean, ain't no spring chicken, but still, you would figure, you know, he could, if he was active, he could go on a little more. There's some random people that you forget are still alive until you see him in some recent, like James Earl Jones, who was yeah. in Coming to America too. And yeah. he also returned to do the Darth Vader voice in that new Obi-Wan show. And mm. James Earl Jones is like 90 years old, man. Yeah. <laughs> he's uh he's up there. And yeah. yeah, whenever I hear him, he's 91 years old. Man. So and I heard him, I heard his voice on the Obi-Wan. I'm like, there's no way that's still <laughs> old James Earl Jones doing that voice. Yeah. I looked it up in the credits, it said James Earl Jones. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, so. it's crazy because when they were doing the um coming to America too, and um they made it seem like they just um, I guess he can only do like one little scene, yeah. I guess because of his health. Mm-hmm. But um that kind of scared me a little bit because I'm like, damn, maybe he ain't got that much time. Yeah, he, he, I don't think he stood up once in the movie. He I didn't. Think he was laying down all his scenes. He, yeah, he was. And I think he was only in like maybe one or two scenes. Yeah, they killed him off pretty early. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, man, he's still he's still rolling so far. So mm-hmm. yeah, man, <laughs> I'm surprised he even did that Darth Vader voice. Yeah, me too. And I'm I was reading. I think they're saying it was it was like some kind of combination of like some AI technology they used too. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, but the, I mean, he still it, got it the sounded credit. like him, man. It sounded like 1977 Darth Vader. Damn. So, so he been doing that since 1970s. Damn, yeah. that's crazy. The first Star Wars movie, man. Damn, that is crazy. <laughs> Legendary it really voice. Is. Yeah. One of the greatest voice of our time, man. Probably the greatest voice of our time. Him and uh Orson Welles and a lot of the people just had great voices. Yeah. And Morgan Freeman. One of the last great voice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh what can you do? Life goes on. And yeah. this podcast goes on. We are back at it. Jay Prince, what people know what they're listening to right now. The gems and juice. We are back the, 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 the at it. Another action-packed juice. episode. A lot to, re- co- to react to, talk about. New music coming soon. We still got Beyonce dropping this month. So <laughs> everybody trying to rush their releases in real quick. Yeah. Before Beyonce the- take over the charts for the rest of the year, probably. Did you see she first, uh she dropped her first video on is it uh TikTok? Yeah. I saw she joined TikTok. She, she had joined TikTok a, uh I want to say a minute ago, but yeah. she never posted anything. But I think no, recently she posted her first TikTok. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> so breaking news. Okay. Beyonce yeah, I know, right? Like, TikTok. okay. You're right. Make your own app, Beyonce. What happened to all that talk, huh? Yeah. <laughs> what happened to make our own? Now she getting on TikTok. Beyonce could make her own TikTok and it could do numbers. Yep. Why is she joining the Chinese man's app? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't I know. We were supposed to be making our own. What happened to Title? Jay Z sold his shares in Title. And yeah. now we just joining TikTok. Jay albums on Spotify. Now what happened? Yeah, I don't um, know, man. They so they was they was capping. They was trying to max out the value <laughs> for their catalog until they went back to the other people. Yeah. I don't like that shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think it's about time. I think it's it's kind of shocking that they haven't made like a a social media platform that's black owned. I know they do have some, but ain't nobody gonna join that. You need to you need more people to join it for for it to be somewhat active. And and I I came from we all comfortable on the current social medias we got. Yeah. So yeah, I remember they. I think it was a black owned Twitter, <laughs> and um, I got I jumped on it. It was a few years ago. I jumped on it, and it looked just like Twitter, but I guess it was just black owned. But it wasn't nobody on there. Yeah. So it's like let me might as well go back to the real Twitter. <laughs> people ain't leaving Twitter like yeah. people ain't even leaving. Remember, you know, Trump got his uh Twitter clone up now. Finally, Truth Social. Truth, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, like people ain't leaving Twitter, I, man. Come I, on now. I ain't bro. gonna lie. I was debating on um seeing what what was that um social media app about just to see how it looked and what's I just want to see Trump's tweets, man. Am I wrong <laughs> to just admit I miss his tweets? I don't yeah. miss him as president. I don't think he should hold any kind of political power. But he was funny as hell, man. Like, I yeah. want to see his tweets again, dog. <laughs> That's yeah. all I miss about him was he was a funny-ass tweeter. Yeah, when so. you when you go back and, and look at that whole era, it's kind of like, damn, that ain't like an SNL skit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, some of the stuff he was making where you... And, and, you know, we was outraged at the time. But when you look back at it, it's like, man, he really said that? <laughs> Like we really oh. dealt through that. I was it's funny because today on In the Loop, I was playing some David Cully drops of the mm-hmm. former um Houston Texans head coach. And I'm like, damn, he really said this. He really said, if we gotta go three and nine punt it, we good. <laughs> and he <Yeah>. said <laughs> he said the most important thing about the football is the football. the football. No, he ain't even he ain't even say that. Mm-hmm. He said the most important thing about football is the football. So I was like, man, that sounds like an SNL skit, like a joke, and that was yeah. and that was real. <laughs> the past two NFL Texans coaches has felt like a joke, man. At times, <laughs> from Bill O'Brien going crazy on reporters yeah. to David Cully sounding like he don't know where he is. <laughs> like it, it's, I'm happy for the Lovey Smith era. I'll just say that much. Me too. Like finally, even if he shits the bed as a coach like at least the press conferences will act will seem like somebody knows what they're doing in them yeah it's a little more professional so, yeah yeah <laughs> so i'm looking forward to that at least yeah but we'll see yeah. we'll see training camp coming up soon make sure y'all keep it tuned in to in the loop for all your houston texans and nfl and sports in general yeah um thoughts because it's a dope show figgy in there Curating the vibe as he always does. But uh, let's get a little status check, man. Uh, how you been, Figgy? I know it's been a, a busy week, as always, for everybody. Um, but how you been, man? Last we heard, you had a little incident in your apartment. You good? You safe? You you well? How's, yeah, how's everything We still going, good, man. man. Life's, life moves on. <laughs> so yeah. I, everybody moving on like it's normal. So it, it ain't nothing you can really do. I, I haven't seen any more, you know suspicious incidents or people walking around here or anything but yeah it's so sad because i mean if y'all missed it last week or uh two weeks ago since we didn't record last week um it was a shooting outside of my apartment uh, right in my complex which left one um male dead 
So um, I was walking out to my car. I actually seen the, the shoes. <laughs> I actually seen the body with the shoes and, the you know, covered up in the white sheet. So I'm like, damn. So, um, yeah, every time I ride past, because that's like the way out. <laughs> so I drive past there every time I, I leave the apartment. And I always look in that spot like, damn, <laughs> that's like, I can't believe that. That's crazy. I can't imagine what the family going through. But it's a very sad situation. And I don't think they arrested anybody <laughs> or, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't heard anything since. So, I mean, you probably won't hear anything. Yeah, man. I won't. Like, I'm that's not, just how it does. They yeah, I'm, I'm not holding my breath. That To me, that kind of shows that maybe it was a little something else involved. Because if it was just completely random and, you know, I, I feel like they'd probably be, you know, looking for more answers. But it, this probably was a little something else. Yeah. So, yeah, so sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy world out there, man. Fucking, it's crazy in every major city right now. Like, fucking, starting to feel like the 80s almost, dog. Like, it's fucking wild, wild west out here in some places, man. So, yeah, everybody be safe. Take care of yourself. Uh, be aware of your surroundings. You know, all that shit they taught us in school and all that bullshit. So, <laughs> yeah, just be careful, man. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, man. Also, I did uh, have a little outing. I took the fam to an Astros game a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. You was so, rude for uh, Otani. I was rude for Otani, <laughs> man. Like, fuck, he's a B-Doc. He's the most exciting player in baseball. Man. Yeah. Ain't nobody else hitting and pitching and hitting and pitching as well as he does. Yeah. and But he's stuck on a shitty-ass team, man. It's like LeBron on the early Cavaliers. Yeah. It you might know, be worse. It, it might be worse than that, to be honest. <laughs> Because at least, yeah. he was, at least he was dragging, at least he dragged that Cavs team to some Eastern Conference finals and they was in the playoffs. But Yeah, but I think that's more the nature of what a superstar can do in basketball versus what they can do in baseball. Yeah, that's true. Like if LeBron played baseball, no matter how good he was, if his team sucks, he wasn't going to make the postseason. Yeah, yeah, but because he, you, you can one person can't, yeah, one person can't carry the team exactly. in baseball. So, yeah, that's that's a good point. But man, it's it's rough, man. I would be surprised if he decided to dip. <laughs> he needs to, man. Like he's starting to talk about it now. But like, look, like the sport needs somebody like him as the face of the game, man. But they can't if his team sucks and can't even make it to postseason. So mm-hmm. nah, I was rooting for my boy. Plus the Astros, they they dominate in any way, man. So yeah. I, I hear Landry get on the radio and fucking complain about every fucking game. <laughs> Like the Astros ain't like second in the whole league, so I, I'm like missing yeah. with all the I, complaints and the shit, man. They good. Yeah, I think, man, I think Astros fans became super spoiled. Yes, because now it's like, oh the shoot, the sky is always falling after a loss. Yeah, like, come on, man. It's like, oh man, we got six starting pitchers. That's too much. <laughs> it's like, oh, what do we do here? It's it's just like. It's first world problems, man. Framber Valdez's fake hair might affect his pitching. Like, what the <laughs> fuck are y'all talking about now, man? <laughs> like, is this the dialogue we're at with the Astros? I remember when we was losing 100 games in a season, and it looked like there was no bright side. And now yeah. we got to talk about extensions being yeah. a possible problem. Like, it's yeah. Astros fans are 100% spoiled now. <laughs> and I don't blame them. Like, yeah. shit, we, we, we need something to be spoiled about in sports. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, for real. Like, look, this is a good problem to have. They sit there and talk about if the weave is too <laughs> too much, it would affect this picture. <laughs> Even, shout out to my dude, Tyler Milner, who the producer for the afternoon show. But, yeah, he was freaking out about that, man. He was... <laughs> He felt like he, it was going to throw his game off. <laughs> yeah, he's, he was sounding like a white Bill Cosby on that shit, man. <laughs> like, oh, y'all, 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 dreadlocks and y'all, hippity hop. Like, Come on, man. <laughs> he's a grown it's, ass it, man, dog. Yeah, it's funny because it's like, I don't know. I, I guess people feel like people with locks, they just got like a couple pounds on their head or something. Mm hmm. And it's like, it's not that deep. The only time it do, like, I have all type of styles. So the only time it do affect me is is when I have it up in the style. And sometimes it could be a little heavy. But at the end of the day, I'm not a pitcher. <laughs> I mean, I'm an out of shape dude. Who, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Framber, he, he, he a bulldog. He kind of stocky a little bit. So, and, and plus he wearing a hat. So he got a hat on, so it wasn't going exactly. It wasn't going, you know, change anything. If anything, I, I mentioned this on the air. I feel like the jewelry he wears is more of a problem than him. Mm. You know, the hair because the jewelry be dangling and all that other stuff. So that might be more of a problem <laughs> than the hair. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, like these are these are professional athletes, man. Come on, they ain't, they ain't gonna do nothing that's gonna fuck up what they do for a living. Yeah. It makes them millions and millions of dollars. So, yeah, that, that shit. I thought he was joking at first, but then they kept talking about it. So I'm like, okay, I guess it's yeah. actually a topic now. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. so the game, I mean, the game was fun, but, dog, I don't want to go to another baseball game for a while. Really? First off, it was hot as fuck. Like, what we had to walk a little bit. We had a parking pass. We had to walk, dog. It was hot as fuck. Yeah. It was a little cooler inside the stadium. It was fucking packed because it was July 4th weekend. Mm-hmm. We had some good seats, but man, the game just took so long, dog. Yeah. It felt like it took forever, and that—that's the complete opposite of going into an NBA game. Because <laughs> the NBA game, you feel like you in there and you out. Yeah. NFL game kind of feels long sometimes, but still, there's always some shit going on. Yeah. You're always invested, but with the with a baseball game, especially that one against the Angels, that was like deadlocked at two two until the bottom of the ninth. When yeah. Jeremy Pena hit that uh, home run to end it, which was a great moment. My nephew got on camera and everything. Damn. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was dope. But, uh, man, it, dog, it was just felt like it took forever, man. <laughs> I was dying. I was like, please end this. Somebody end this shit soon because yeah. it just felt like it dragged on, man. Yeah. I feel like a baseball game, You, it's not like going to a basketball. When you go to a basketball game, it's like, hey, I got some tickets real quick. You want to? You want to go? Mm-hmm. And the game only lasts like two hours, two and a half hours. Yeah. And you you in and out. But baseball, it seemed like that's an all-day event. Yeah, <laughs> like you got to go. Really was, you, man. Yeah, like you got to go on a Sunday, have nothing else planned, and just chill. <laughs> because that should be all day. Yeah, it, it was it was kind of rough, man. I, I was I was feeling a little. I was, I was losing it, dog. <laughs> and another thing that gets me, dog, like – do the players actually? I'm assuming the players actually choose their walk up music. Yeah. But I didn't hear nothing but rap music and like some Dominican Spanish music for yeah. a couple players, dog. Yeah. Like, even the, who, there was a white, I forget his name, but he walked up to Hotel Lobby. 
<laughs> by uh, Takeoff and Quavo. And I'm like, now this song is brand. How does he? How does he know about this song, man? Like, wait yeah. a minute. <laughs> this it was blowing my mind because the Astros don't have any like black players on the team. Really, nah. it's just like white people and Dominicans. Yeah. So <laughs> that was blowing my mind. Like all the white players was coming out to trap rap. Yeah. I'm like, damn, y'all. There's no like, what are, are there no white people songs anymore? <laughs> I'm asking anybody who might be listening who's white. Like, what do y'all listen to now? Like, yeah, serious that, question. Like, yeah. what do y'all listen to now? Yeah, I, I, I'm just I'm lost, man. Because I feel like in our time, you had like at least like the rap rock mm-hmm. and the hard rock and the grunge rock. Yeah, Green Day or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, the audience is mixed. You have black people listening to rock and rock, white people listening to rap, of course. But now it's like. You only hear rap in 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 every situation now, dog. So yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering, like, is there any type of other music that white people listen to? I don't know, man. I feel young like- white people. I mean, not like if you listen to country and you're older. Yeah, I get that. But I'm talking yeah. about like young twenty year olds white people. Do y'all only listen to rap. Like, what's I'm, I'm kind of I, I want to know. I'm kind of curious, man. I wonder, do I wonder if it's a lot of pandering when it comes to this walk up music. I feel I felt like that too, <laughs> because I feel I, like I wonder if they's like you know what let, I'm gonna just go rap so I could kind of mm-hmm. pander a little bit, seem cool because you know let's say it's somebody like Kyle Tucker and he came up to the hotel lobby, then we're gonna be like oh shit he cool yeah he's super cool he listening to Migos yeah. and that's that's the headline, so I wonder if it's you know a little pandering going on with it. It could be, man. Now I gotta. I'm trying to find out who who was walking up to hotel lobby. I forget his name now. Uh, Ch- oh, Chase McCormick. Uh, Chas Chas McCormick. McCor- yeah, Chas McCormick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He walked up to hotel lobby every single time, and I'm like, who is this? But uh, yeah, very. very it made you respect very... him a little bit more, huh? He invited I mean, to the cookout. I, dog, I, I was just wondering, like, did he actually pick this song? <laughs> You know, because yeah. even Jeremy Pena walked up to like fucking grills by Nelly. Oh yeah, yeah. I think, and I'm like, dog, how old are? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> is he I lying th- about his age. How old is he, man? Walking up to grills. Yeah, I think. Um, I want to say, um, Jordan Alvarez. I think he walked up to still tipping, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, but I mean that's Ace that, Town. Yeah. I can forgive that. But see, I think, and see, that kind of play into what I was saying. I think it's, you know, and there ain't nothing wrong with this little H-Town pandering, but I think that's part of it, too. I, yeah, I, he probably do like the song for real, but that, that got to be a little pandering, too, <laughs> because he wouldn't, be. he wouldn't play that if he was in L.A. Yeah. So I, I, he'd probably play California Love if he was playing yeah. for the Dodgers or something. Some, yeah, some but. NWA song, maybe some shit. I don't know. <laughs> Come on, straight out of Compton. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yes, I don't know, man. I was just wondering, uh, yeah, because some of that shit seemed kind of forced or like they didn't even pick it. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they just some hip, cool people who uh, really get down like that. So I don't know. But interesting interesting times at the Astros game so yeah supporting the home team of course yeah we'll see how they do <laughs> um now let's get into some new releases man a lot to catch up on I'll admit I haven't been in a days I haven't really listened to shit um <laughs> but I know you listen to a couple things man so let's get into it 
<laughs> um, dusty old New York niggas favorite rapper <laughs> Lloyd Banks. <laughs> Dog, can we talk about the Lloyd Banks hype for a minute? <laughs> because I, <laughs> it always killed me, man. Because I, I always thought he was like the embodiment of like that New York dude that New York niggas just love. Yeah. You know, he never made no real pop song. He was never really singing on no damn song. He always wore like the New York outfit the Tims and a New York cat and all that shit. <laughs> he just looked like he was a grimy ass dude, man. Yeah. <laughs> I just like, I never understood the hype, but I respected him as a rapper, man. But yeah. I, were you a fan of Lloyd Banks growing up? Were you a, a, a big fan of him? I actually was, man. I wasn't, I wasn't a huge fan, but I was a G unit fan. And it took me a minute to warm up to Lloyd Banks because his that when you listen to him, he always sounds low. Yeah. Where I could barely hear him. And my first introduction to Lloyd Banks was actually on the um the uh, Buster Rounds remix that touch it. And that's when you had Papoosh, you had all these random people on there, and he was on there. And I'm like, why is this dude on here? He ain't even loud. Because remember that song, you uh Buster Rounds started off rapping a little low, and then you're like, mm-hmm. turn it up. Blah, 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 blah. And Lloyd Banks wasn't really loud. I was just like, why is this dude on here? And then I started seeing him way more with G Unit. And um he was always just rapping super low. And they used to drive me nuts. I'm like, man. But um the more I got to listening to him, the more, you know, I actually liked what he was saying. Because he was to me, you know, we always talk about Fab and how cheesy his <laughs> punchlines are and how he be using all these trendy topics and all that shit. I feel like Lloyd Banks is similar, but he don't really use the trendy, the uh, trendy shit like Fab. So he, you know, I felt like, um, and now even more now, I felt like he just, he just, um, he he don't really try to make the love songs or anything like he was back in G Unit, but he's the definition of a New York rapper. <laughs> like if you want to hear some New York beats. You want to hear a New York type of style and flow? That's Lloyd Banks. And sometimes, you know, I, you know, I grew up listening to New York rap. So um, once in a while, I'll be wanting to hear that. I usually throw on Prodigy if I want to get that New York fix. But um, yeah, Lloyd Banks, he kind of in his own lane now where I don't think he raps that much. But um, yeah, he kind of had that New York style where I feel like only New Yorkers will understand him more than anybody else in the world. Yeah, I agree. No, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, <laughs> I'm not, I do, I'm not, I, 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 yeah, I'm not mad when people say I don't care for Lloyd Banks, but, um, you know, I, you know, I think he, all right. I think he cool. I don't have a problem with him. And, you know, I listened to some of this album and it was, you know, what you expected. <laughs> it sounded like a straight up New York album. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought uh, he was the best rapper in G-Unit, not counting Game, because Game was in G-Unit for like a month. <laughs> yeah. So I don't really count him as part of like the original G-Unit. But I feel like when they first came out, he was definitely the best rapper next to 50. Yeah. You know? 
I, and, uh, yeah, I you think lyrically you could say he's better. Oh, one hundred percent. I think but, Fifty uh, would probably 50 admit just that. Had the image. Fifty had the image. He had the uh, mainstream appeal. It's kind of like Method Man. He's like the Method Man of Wu Tang. Most yeah. Wu Tang fans wouldn't say Method Man was the best rapper. Yeah, but uh, they would. They he was the most popular and famous because he had the most mainstream appeal. Yeah, and he had the image and the whole thing. So yeah. Yeah, but um, I think yeah, I think Fifty Cent will admit that Lloyd Banks is the most talented rapper. Yeah, and um, and I was listening to an interview with Lloyd Banks, and he was actually talking about how Fifty Cent actually helped improve what he do because he was he was one of those typical rappers that you know just rap and don't know how to make a hook or bridge and you know how to hype the crowd and stuff like that. And 50 Cent taught him how to do that. And so that's all he pretty much needed because he had, you know, I know a lot of people that have the, had the bars, but they don't know how to put a song together or they don't know how to, you know, put a little flavor to it. They just know how to bar, bar you up. And, um, yeah, I think, yeah, I think Lloyd Banks was the most talented, the best rapper out of G-Unit. I would agree too, man. But I do remember when Tony Ayo was act was locked up, people mm-hmm. tried to act like Tony Ayo was about to set the world on fire, and he was actually the best rapper in G Unit. <laughs> Which we gotta talk about, like the myth of the locked up rapper as well. Yeah, <laughs> because everybody, I don't think anybody recently who's gotten locked up has come out and like lived up to the expectation they had. Yeah. Most famous case in point, Bobby Shmurda, who also dropped a new single this week. Yeah. Um, it's called Hoochie Daddy. Hoochie Daddy. <laughs> Talk about this. Song. I don't even want to listen to this song <laughs> just based off the name. Yeah. I know you heard it. I'll, I will assume he's dancing either in the video or in the Instagram clip where he promoted it. Probably so. I'm guessing. I ain't see, I don't know if he dropped the video, but I just heard the song. Yeah. But about this, song, this, this song was not good, man. It was not good at all. I'm actually worried about the whole uh, Bobby Smurder gang and all that shit. Since he been home, he ain't dropped anything at all that was appealing. And now I'm kind of worried how long he got. Because these record labels, they, you know, they, I don't want to say they held him down, but <laughs> they held on to him and he got out of jail and he, you know, people was expecting him to pick back up where he started. And I haven't heard anything, man. I haven't heard anything appealing since he's been out of jail. Same thing with Roddy Rebel. I think Roddy, Roddy, I listened to this album too. Roddy Rebel dropped the album called Rebel versus Rowdy. And, you know, it's all right, but to me, it's not appealing at all, man. And uh, I'm really worried about Bobby Shmurda, man. This this song was so bad. <laughs> it was it was pretty much the, um, it was a knockoff of the Luke song, Hoochie Mama. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, he pretty much switched that up, you know, saying Hoochie Daddy. And I'm just like, man, like, is he trying to find something? Because right now, Hoochie Daddy Shorts is the trend. So I wonder if he's just trying to find anything that stick, <laughs> something that catch on. And it's, it's not good, man. I I don't know what's going on. I'm happy he out. 
I'm happy back doing music, but I man, I don't know, man. <laughs> I really don't know about. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, recently he did say he left his label. Um, yeah. He was signed to Epic, and he said he signed his release papers. So presumably he's independent now, mm. but I don't feel like this is the case of a label holding the artist back. I feel like the artist has lived out his shelf life and just can't produce another hit. Um, so yeah, man. I mean, he's I honestly I think the uh the prison time did more for him than anything. Yeah. Because at least I think that so. created the anticipation. I mean, if he didn't and made this type of music. Like, he just would have been known as a one-hit wonder. He would have been like Designer, you know? Yeah. Now, Designer came and went with the quickness. Mm-hmm. Um, Bobby Schmurter would have been in that category. Yeah. But the uh, prison time did him, like, built up the myth, built up the anticipation. Then he came back, and it's like, that's all you got, man? Yeah, so. and I, I think the problem is, too, and I wouldn't even call this a problem, but music changed a lot since he was in jail. Mm-hmm. It It... It totally changed. Like the whole scene in New York, that sound totally changed from what was hot nigga. So <laughs> like now is it's like a New York drill type of scene. You got people sounding like Pop Smoke and uh Fabio Foreign. So um I just don't know unless he just catch on to that. I just I just don't know, man. And I wonder how long people gonna get Bobby Schmurder. Because he been home for a minute. <laughs> yeah. And he released enough songs where, you know, something, I, I feel like something should have caught fire. And it seemed like everything thrown out there just, <laughs> just right on the ground. So yeah. I'm, I'm kind of curious how long the, I, I feel like, I, I mean, I don't know, I don't really hear people down here listening to Bobby Schmurder or talking, you know, good about him. But I wonder how long New York is going to hold this man up <laughs> until they say, man, he ain't got it no more. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how big his fan base is now, man. I know some people probably still like him, but yeah, I would say it's doing I, I feel like this is more of a New York thing, an East Coast thing. Like, yeah. they, they support people <laughs> for the longest, man. They still out here talking about Uncle Murder and shit. <laughs> mm. Uncle Murder got one or Mano, he got one. Yeah, so, so it's like I mean, those are artists that have been around for a while at least. Yeah, but like, like still now, quit on him. <laughs> yeah, my thing is now, like, look, all respect to you know Mano and you know Jim Jones and stuff like that, but like I don't hear nobody around here or in the South talking about Mano. <laughs> you know what I mean, mm-hmm. that to me, and this is no disrespect at all, but that's like somebody in New York. Um, bragging about like Paul Wall or Slim Thug, they probably or or Lil Flip, they probably think he just you know out bad somewhere, but they don't know that he's still out here performing and making music. Yeah, so I I kind of look at it like that, but I wonder how long um they're gonna try to you know push Bobby Smurda until they say you know what he ain't got it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like that time is coming, kind of gone at this point. Yeah. Um. So yeah, maybe he got one more in him at some point. I don't know, but I feel like this is the end. 
Um, maybe hopefully he stacked up some money and can do something. I heard when he got out of prison, he was talking about real estate and all this business stuff. Hopefully he invested. I just say yeah. that much because I don't know if he's he's built for music in the future. But we'll see. Who knows? Yeah, I think his last resort is he probably needs some big time features. He need to I mean, hop. Even that features won't even save you in this yeah. era, man. I think I think I think he can survive a little bit with some features. We know some people that just be hot on features and don't do shit with solo projects or solo mm-hmm. songs. So I don't know if he need to dr- <laughs> jump on a DJ Khaled. <laughs> single or something more. Yeah. Dog, when's the last time somebody blew up off of DJ Khaled? Like uh, music is different. <laughs> yeah, now, I know, man. I know, man. I'm just I'm just spitballing. <laughs> yeah. I mean that that worked in the past, but I don't think features gonna save an artist. Features might make an artist. You know, yeah. Drake is famous for making an artist off a of feature, mm-hmm. but it's not gonna sustain you, man. But yeah, I don't know. I, I'm sure he'll figure something out. But yeah. Yeah, so it bring, that brings around everything full circle because fucking uh, Bobby Shmurda blew up off of Lloyd Banks' song. Mm-hmm. Lloyd <laughs> Banks has dropped a new album. Yeah. And yeah, man. So uh, also, uh, Yo Gotti dropped a new album. Mm-hmm. You said you heard some of this, Figgy? Yeah, so this is a, um, more of a Yo Gotti Presents, um, the C- uh, CMG, the label album. So... Um, if y'all don't know, it's a lot of people signed to CMG, which is Money Bag Yo, and I think Forty Two Doug. I didn't. I didn't know Forty Two Doug was signed to them. Um, and it's it's a couple more um, Memphis artists and artists all over that signed to him and newly signed uh, Glorilla. <laughs> I don't know if you hit to Glorilla. Yeah, but, I know her. But um. Yeah, so she just recently signed, and we got to talk about <laughs> her being in the headlines after she got signed. We we'll probably talk about that a little later, but mm-hmm. I did check this album out, and to be honest, man, I really wasn't a fan of it. It, um, I'm look, man, I'm not a fan of Forty Two Doug at all. <laughs> he seemed like he to me, he not he not as bad as Lil Dirk. To me, Lil Durk can mess up a song to me. Like, every time I hear a Lil Durk song, I'm just like, man, I don't feel like hearing this. But um, whenever I hear 42 Doug, man, it's just like, man, cut this shit off. Like, <laughs> have you ever been in a car listening to something? And then you're like, man, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> let oh, me cut this time, shit man. off. Mm-hmm. Like, I get like that every time 42 Doug <laughs> drop a, a verse. It's just like, man, what is this, man? Let me cut this shit off. But um, he had a couple good songs on here, but I, you know, he, I think he got like maybe 26, 27 songs. And it was just too much. That was already a turn off where I'm like, man, I can't finish this song or this album. But um, Glorilla, she got a song on there that's pretty cool. I'm, I'm actually a big fan of Glorilla. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like her, um, her come up is kind of interesting because this her 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 come up that it wasn't like a um like a um industry plan or anything or not to my knowledge it seemed like you you heard the song fuck um fuck nigga free and um, um yeah i think so f r e e fuck nigga free she um that song took off out of nowhere man where a bunch of people started doing remixes and she started getting money right after. Like she 
her fame kind of rose real quick after that song, after people caught wind to that song. So um, I'm a I'm I'm kind of a fan of her. I I went down a rabbit hole um, <laughs> listening because I heard that song. So I'm like, let me see what else she got. So um, apparently she she's from Memphis, and she was working with a, a producer out of Memphis called um, Hitman. And when I tell you, if you listen to that song, that um, Fuck Nigga Free, mm-hmm. that song sounds just like an old school 3-6 Mafia beat. <laughs> mm-hmm. To the point, I'm like, damn, is this the is this a 3-6 ma- old 3-6 Mafia beat? It sounds exactly like it. And so um, I ended up um, looking up all the hit, um, Hitman's, I think, I think his name is um, Hitman. But I ended up looking up all of his shit and a lot of his shit is it sounds just like Three Six Mafia, and I wasn't mad at it because I, f- I feel like a lot of producers try to you know take that sound, but they didn't perfect it like Juicy J, of course. But um, this dude, this is probably the closest I ever heard somebody do a Three Six Mafia type of beat, and and he's from Memphis, so it um, it make a lot of sense. But I end up tweeting about. How you know, Glorilla? She's she she kind of sound like a female young Dol- young Dolph, and you could kind of you could kind of tell in her voice that she was a young Dolph fan, and you could tell by the um <laughs> by the post she <laughs> wrote a couple years ago. But um, I ended up tweeting that, and I tweeted how that producer like got the three six mafia sound down to a T, and he actually retweeted me. I didn't know who he was. He he hey. actually retweeted my tweet and was like, um, Memphis in my blood. So I'm like, who the fuck is this? And I looked, it was him. I'm like, oh shit, okay. So um hopefully I get him on the podcast one day. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Gotta build the relationships. <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, I'm a, anyway, um didn't really care for this uh CMG the label project, but I am a huge fan of uh Glorilla. I feel like she's super talented. She got a unique voice. And hopefully we see more of her, man. I hope she get all the success in the world, man. Yeah, I I agree, man. I've heard some of her work. I know she's been blowing up. Uh, uh, She's kind of like the new, how Megan Thee Stallion started organically and just had some hits that started blowing up. She kind of, that's the same thing going on here. Yeah. Man, going viral. And yeah. then signing. So yeah, hopefully it's not another uh Carl Crawford situation for Glorilla here. Yeah, well but, she, uh, we'll yeah, see, man. Yeah, well she under uh, um you know Yo Gotti, so mm-hmm. he seemed like he pretty cool as far as or I don't, I don't really see his artists complaining or anything. Yeah. So, oh man, hopefully it'll work out. <laughs> but yeah, I hope so too, man. But we'll see. We will see. F R E E fuck dick free. <laughs> ain't where we're about fuck dick cheat. <laughs> that song so damn catchy. <laughs> yeah, nah, for real, for real. Um, now I did hear uh, DJ Premier got a little uh, project out called Hip Hop Fifty Volume One. Um, I, I heard some of this man. It's only like five tracks. Mm. Um, and it, it got like a bunch of rappers on it, old and new. I, I thought it was cool to have Slick Rick and Lil Wayne on mm. the same song. Lil Wayne killed it, by the way. Mm. Now, when Lil Wayne is trying, like yeah. I'm no longer mad when people say Lil Wayne is the best rapper alive. I was mad back in like 2004 or <laughs> five or six or whenever yeah. he was saying it. 
Yeah. And there were clearly better rap. I mean, Jay was damn near in his prime still. Yeah. And like Nas was still putting out classics. I'm like, hold on, man. Yeah. But um uh now I'm okay with J- Lil Wayne saying he the best it, rapper. People yeah. saying Lil Wayne the best rapper alive. Cause at this point, man, he kind of is. I mean, most consistent. Yeah. yeah. Um, at this point. The the thing with Lil Wayne is I felt like I never heard Lil Wayne get out rapped on a song. Yeah. Like, if he did, it was maybe, like, twice or three times or something. But most of the time, people kind of stand out the way if they on the song with Wayne or mm-hmm. they know Wayne hopping on. And every time you talk about it, they be like, yeah, you know, Wayne is Wayne. <laughs> and this and even, you know, back in the 2000s, when this dude was rapping with autotune constantly. Yeah. And that you remember when Jay-Z had the whole campaign of, you know, death of all of them, mm-hmm. but Wayne was still doing it. And everybody was just like, yeah, you know, Wayne is Wayne. They, you know, they got to put their hands up because, like, all the tune or not, this dude was killing you on the song. Yeah. So I think that's that's the great thing about Wayne, man. When he's motivated, when it's a dope-ass beat, this dude, he will go in, man. He'll go hip-hop on you. <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. a lot of people, I, I feel like the South have a bad, I guess, stigma of, you know, not being real hip-hop. But if you put a DJ Premier beat on, like, niggas from the South can get busy with that. <laughs> so, um, I think Lil Wayne is one of those dudes that will get busy on a, a, a real hip-hop beat. No, I agree, man. Uh, I mean, he had a rough patch. He had a rough era. The Rebirth era was rough. Um, the Carter three, I mean, people love Carter three. Now I thought that was a bad era for Wayne Carter four as well. Like there was a point when he got too corny with the punchlines and I was getting embarrassing. But (laughs) lately I want to say like the past fucking three, four years, man, he's been super focused when it comes to rhymes. I like the last album he put out funeral. Mm -hmm. Um, like when he's focused, man, he's still one of the best to do it. And he yeah. sounded great on this song. He killed it on a song with with a uh, slick Rick, um, dope DJ Premier beat. Now it's not like vintage DJ Premier. I'll say that much. Yeah. It's not like the you know, it, it doesn't stack up to DJ Premier's best at all. Yeah, but it's still a, a good project to listen to, man. I like the song with uh, Run the Jewels as well. Mm. I like that beat a lot. I also got Rhapsody, Remy Ma, Joy Badass on it. Check it out. It's like five songs long. You might take about 15 minutes of your time. Worth listening to. Want to see who he has next on for volume two. But yeah, good, good little, good little project put out by DJ Premier. Good to see him still active again. So yeah. yeah good stuff. <laughs> H-Town. I, I don't want to call him an H-Town legend because he moved. Yeah. But um I mean, fuck, we still we still claim DJ Premier. Yeah, I think he's still like saved it. from Houston. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shout out to DJ yeah, Premier. Fun. No, 100, 100. <laughs> uh, now let's get into some topics, man. A lot happened. Um, I guess we can start off by oh, first a quick update on ESG, man. I've heard he's recovering. What up, Tav? What up, Tav? You even have to mention Jack Harlow to summon you this time. I know, man. <laughs> Tav chiming in on YouTube. Remember, we're streaming every Friday, pretty much every Friday, on Twitch and YouTube. Make sure you hit the link. Or follow us, and you'll see when we go live. Chime in. We'll include you in the conversation. Talk about what you want to talk about. Shout you out. So, yeah. Um, 
So without further ado, some topics, man. Um, oh, yeah. Update on ESG. ESG is recovering. Um, heard from him from uh, Rocky. He's uh, He seems to be doing better now. So good for that. Hoping he has a full recovery and is back and doing his ESG thing soon enough, man. So yeah. Once yeah, once he get yes. once he get good to go, we got to get him on the podcast for sure. Yeah, definitely. We don't. We gonna make it happen for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um. So, other things going on. Oh, shout out to NBA young boy. He beat his Fed case. He had a gun charge, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, had a case and he beat it. Man, the only it. rapper it seems lately to really have a case and beat it against yeah. the feds. You what know. what's crazy is I felt like everybody showed up for it, man. It was a lot of random people there. I mean, you had Floyd Mayweather there because he, you know, he's dating his daughter or he got a baby by his daughter. But it was a lot of random people there in support. And so I was mm-hmm. that was kind of shocking. I never seen anything like that before. So yeah, salute to him, man. Yep, he had a good team on him. He had ten he was facing ten years on a gun charge in LA. Man. Found not guilty. So, yeah, good for him. Good to see that young black man still able to do his thing. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Other things that happened this week or lately. Have you been keeping up with this damn Gilly the Kid and Rick Ross bullshit? You got to explain to me because <laughs> I've heard a couple beefs. I, I, I don't know if you saw this video. I don't <laughs> know what podcaster was showing Gilly the Kid rapping, just dancing to some shit. No, I ain't see like, that. Is this the King of Philly? Is this the King of Philly? <laughs> I don't even know who that dude was, but that had me cracking up. <laughs> but uh, apparently, Gilly the Kid now has a beef with uh, Rick Ross. Um, Rick, I don't know how this came about. You got to explain this one to me, man, because I'll admit, I saw this happen and I was like, uh, I kind of skipped over it. So explain to me what this beef between Rick Ross and Gilly the Kid is about. Yeah, so apparently... Um... I want to say uh, Gilly the Kid. I, I'm not sure how it started, but Gilly the Kid uh, pretty much was uh, talking shit about Rick Ross because he bought a cow. Uh, Rick Ross actually bought a cow. I'm not sure what Rick Ross is into. I guess he's Rick in- Ross like has a whole farm now. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I thought, but they kind of start going back and forth. They start calling each other frauds and all this other stuff, and um, Rick Ross ended up... Um, Ended up going back and forth saying that he spent more on cows than he do his kids. Talking about Gilly the Kid. And then um, Rick Ross announced that he's starting a podcast. <laughs> so, interested to see how long that shit gonna last. Because I, I feel like rappers like that, I feel like you gotta be totally retired to <laughs> be investing in the podcast. So, um, yeah, this they've been going back and forth a lot. I can um let me I'm gonna play a little clip of it for you. Although these old niggas, they don't hear the roar of the crowd no more, and they still think the world gonna come back. So they be on Instagram it, and they be on social media up. doing uh, I man. gotta click on it myself. Oh really? Okay. Uh but yeah, so so just summarize what it says because I can't I can't hear you playing audio right now. We got technical difficulties, we're still working out. Yeah, so so he was pretty much calling them a CEO nigga. No, okay. So the same typical shit. Yeah, same thing. But yeah, it been kind of it been a little entertaining them going back and forth. So I wonder how long this gonna last. <laughs> but, so yeah. you said Rick Ross is starting the podcast. Yep, Rick Ross announced that he's starting the podcast. 
that could be either the best or worst podcast ever, man. I, I feel like Rick Ross is an entertaining dude, but yeah. he's also terrible in interviews. Yeah. So I think I don't, I don't know how that's going to sound, man. I do think he can start a podcast and it could be the best. I, I think he have the most access to people to get on this podcast, probably more than anybody in the podcast game. But how long can he keep up doing the podcast and how how will it sound? Because I know he could get anybody. I, honestly, I would, he could probably get Jay-Z on the podcast if he really wanted to. They have that yeah. tight of a relationship. But to me, like people like this that's still active in music, they don't have time to do a podcast every week or whatever the schedule might be. So I I don't see this podcast lasting long at all. <laughs> I mean, if if the money's right, he'll make time for it. I yeah, mean, but I see, think if the money's right, he'll make time for it. Like you I, fucking got uh fucking Draymond Green in the middle of a final series <laughs> making time for his podcast. So you know he's getting paid off that. I yeah. think if the money's right, he'll definitely he could do it weekly. But if the money was right. But see, that that's the part that's kind of a little troublesome for me because T.I. was doing the podcast too. And the reason he stopped was because he, it wasn't enough money in it. He wasn't really getting that much money. Mm-hmm. So if T.I. not really getting a, a good bag or good enough bag where he could still do it and, you know, keep doing it weekly or whatever the case may be, I don't know if Rick Ross can do it unless he get like a revolt deal or some type of deal like that where it's a for sure bag and all he got to do is just do these podcasts. I don't know how much money it is for him to stop what he's doing to take time out of his day to do a podcast. Mm-hmm. So that, I'm kind of worried about that. But if he really into it, I'll check it out. I'll see what he's talking about. I'm, I'm kind of curious if he's just doing this just to fuck with Gilly. It could be. Yeah, so he's like, going to do like one. Nigga. Let, let me do bigger <laughs> numbers on my first podcast with some yep. big rap superstar, then he quit. Yeah. Yeah, I can see him doing that or just talking shit the whole time and then not put another episode out. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, Tab says, Ricky Ross Rose. Ricky, Ricky Rose. Ricky Rose is going to have to hire a good co-host, lead the topics and ads. Yeah, I agree. I don't see Rick Ross doing an ad read for a bevel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> if y'all want to get y'all beers all <laughs> lined up right. <laughs> You got to yeah, go I with these raises. I can't see him doing me undies, all these regular <laughs> podcasts as it, people be doing. He'd probably do something for Wingstop. <laughs> oh, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> but that, I mean, that's just him. He'll probably be snacking on Wingstop during the podcast. And it'll sound terrible because you don't <laughs> yeah. realize we get to hear him fucking you want, snack him. If you want those lemon peppers, <laughs> you dick. <laughs> Tab says, everyone see what Joe Rogan makes and now they want to do a podcast. Yeah, I agree, but that's a terrible standard to hold yourself by because Joe yeah. Rogan has the biggest. No p- other podcast will be as big as Joe Rogan's ever. Yeah. Like, that is yeah, the max it. you could ever do. He started. That's just. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah he, he started the, way before anybody else knew what a podcast was. Exactly. He was at the <laughs> ground floor. Yes. The ground floor, but people didn't know what podcasts were. He was a podcast. I remember the first podcasts were like at his house in some shitty ass setup. <laughs> and it was just like, it, you know, he'd been in the ground since the beginning, man. He's like 
the first guy to invest in Bitcoin. Yes. You know, <laughs> yeah. like it ain't, it ain't going, you ain't going to get that chance again, man. The yeah. podcast game is oversaturated now. I yes. said that we on our podcast. I know, but, man. <laughs> we got the best podcast, by the way, just so yeah. you know. But <laughs> the podcast game is oversaturated. And yeah, we'll we'll see how he does. But yeah, I'm not I'm not I'll check out the first episode. I'll say that much. Whatever he does, I'll check it out. The first episode at least to see how it sounds. Yeah. And speaking of Jay-Z, he was on a Kevin Hart show. Mm. Kevin Hart has a show. I know it was uploaded to YouTube, and he got Jay-Z on it. It's like a it was a long kind of podcast type of format. It's this discussion. They're like in a wine cellar. Mm-hmm. And I listened to some of it. I listened to like the first part. It's like an hour long or like 50 minutes. Um, Kevin Hart's just annoying to listen to now because he's <laughs> like a, he's not a comedian no more really, man. He's like a motivational speaker and speaking of Jay, he's just like, <laughs> the dick riding was disgusting, <laughs> man. I'm like, can you just ask him normal questions without prefacing it by talking about how great Jay-Z is before you yeah. ask the question? Yeah. Like it, it gets annoying. Then I guess every episode they bring out a bottle of wine. <laughs> but for that episode, they brought out an Ace of Spades bottle. Oh god! And Jay was like, "Can I get some wine too? Like, why would you bring Jay yeah. Ace of Spades? Do you how you really, how you really? I'm probably sick of Ace of Spades at this point, man. <laughs> He's been talking about that shit since like 2013, man. Come on, yeah. dog. Yeah, and see that it it, it sucks because I feel bad for people like Jay Z because I'm, I'm sure when they go in an environment. They want to be treated just like everybody else. Yes. Like, don't treat me special. <laughs> like, like, let me drink whatever you drinking, too. <laughs> like, why you got to bring up my shit? <laughs> yeah, it was so silly. Man. It was so silly. But I listened to it. I, I will say, man, I like listening to Jay interviews now because I feel like since he's not in rapper mode no more, like, he's a lot more honest, man. Like, he's a lot more refreshing. His voice is, like, lighter. I remember back in the day listening to an interview by Jay. He was trying to sound like a hard-ass nigga still, you know. <laughs> and, and, he it like, it was kind of annoying. But it, but now he's a lot more open. He's a lot more just honest. He, he's having fun. He's making jokes and shit. Like, he's not trying to maintain that street image no more. Yeah. And it's kind of refreshing, man. So I'm listening to the rest of the interview. I think it's called Heart to Heart. Mm. Um, it's on YouTube now. I'm gonna check that out. But yeah, it seemed like a good conversation if you okay. get past Kevin Hart and this yeah. motivational horse shit. Yeah, I, is that is that where he mentioned how? Uh, I guess he addressed the rumors of retirement or something. Yeah, I think so. Because I was wondering, I was wondering retired. where the yeah, I was wondering where it came from. I'm like, damn, this felt yeah. like 07 all over again, <laughs> <laughs> or not 07? It was like 04. Yeah. Because I was a freshman in high school and the Black Album was the last album mm-hmm. and all that bullshit and didn't even retire. Yeah. Now, Jay-Z <laughs> said he's not retired, but he's not working on a new album right now. That's so, how it should be, man. You shouldn't have to. Basically, that. yeah. He, he'll sh- drop whenever he feels like it or feels inspired, which I think is a perfect place for an artist to be. Yeah. You know, not having to fucking for be something. fucking able label obligations and okay is next year you got to drop something you got to drop it on this timetable that's how writer's block happens man because sometimes you're not inspired so Mm -hmm. for him to drop whenever he feels like dropping is probably the best thing for him man so i agree i agree and i like the whole i like how he said i'm not retired you know i'm not Mm -hmm. retired 
a lot of rappers need to do this, man. They don't. Yes. They shouldn't have to say, "Oh, this is my last album," or "I'm retiring after this." Like, no, just you know, drop your music, and if you don't feel like dropping, don't drop anything. Yeah, just leave that door open because you're gonna look look, look like a fool when you drop another song or album the next exactly. year or some shit. So just leave that door open. Man, I even heard Chameleon Air rapping again, dog. I heard him on that new Toby song. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. He's on with Toby. I want to say Two Chains, too. Okay. And he got a little verse on it, man. I'm like, see, even Chameleon Air is still back in the game, man. Yeah. Nobody know If you really rap, you ain't just going to give it up, man. Yeah. <laughs> so unless something crazy happens like the DLC and you can't rap no more. Yeah. But... Like, if you can rap, you're going to keep wanting to rap, man. Even yeah. Joe Budden, I think, is going to drop a track sooner or later. So Yeah, he's going to hop on somebody's yeah. song. <laughs> and, and, yeah. and it's kind of like that with me, too, because, like, I, you know, I kind of been inspired more than I ever been in a minute. But it's not like a thing where I'm like, I'm done with music and I'm never mm-hmm. doing it again. I love music so much. And I love it even more now since, you know, we be, you know, interviewing young artists for the, you know, Jim's and Juice artist spotlight. And when I hear new shit like that, it's like, damn, that shit sound hard. Let me, you know, let me, Mm -hmm. (laughs) let me write something and just mess around with it. That's all it takes, man. And if you're an artist at heart, you would never just give up the game like that, (laughs) especially that early. It's one thing if you old and you just done with it, but you always going to be doing something with music, writing or anything. Yeah. So, yeah, don't just shut the door like that. I agree, man. <laughs> um, yeah, it's about time for you to dust off the boards, man. It's about time for a, a Figgy album again. You got all <laughs> these new relationships. You got High Stass in Houston. We're trying to get you a day named I, after I, you. I know, man. <laughs> so you got all these relationships now, man. You can get Leroy on the hook. I know. Like, we know, do a verse. Yeah, it could happen, man. You can, you can make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> Tab says, that's what T-Pain was saying on Academics Podcast. Writer's block when forced to put something out. Yeah, I agree, man. And I I like that Nikki Minaj talked about that as well. Mm-hmm. You know, why she hadn't put anything out in a while. She just couldn't. She wasn't inspired. Yeah. So and it happens, man. Yeah, it's hard when you're not inspired because then you listen to what's what everybody else doing and you try exactly. to imitate and that. Say, I should need, I need to sound like that. And it sounds corny. Cause that's yeah. not you. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So, but yeah. when you like go through a couple things in life, then it's like, all right, I got something to talk about now. And that's when you make your best shit. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. T-Pain would seem like he was wild on that uh, Academics podcast. Duh, so, yeah. I, I, every day I see a new <laughs> wild quote from that podcast. <laughs> I know he said, uh, Tupac would get ate up in this era. Yeah. <laughs> which I thought we were finally past people shitting on Tupac, man. And at least I could understand when it was like the young, young niggas saying this shit. People who were born after Tupac died. Yeah. I'm like, okay, at least I could excuse that as ignorance. Yeah. I, I didn't like that T-Pain said that, man. Come yeah. on, dog. Yeah, he said like, like three different things, man. <laughs> yeah, it's, he said that. He said something else, too, that I forgot. Yeah. But that, he said a couple things where I'm like, man, what are you talking? Were you drunk? <laughs> <laughs> he had to be tipsy off of something because, yeah, yeah, he was kind of wild. And, and Boozy got mad at him about that shit, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he dissed uh, Chris Brown kind of, too. Oh, yeah. Princess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much saying he had light skin privilege. 
That yeah, was, you yeah. said he had a well. Basically, he was. I mean, he made a good point about Chris Brown. He basically said that, you know, um, when when you're an artist who's always getting praised no matter what you put out, then suddenly you put out stuff and the reaction ain't what you expect. Then you blame everybody else but yourself. Mm. And I think that applies to Chris Brown, but I don't, maybe he shouldn't have said that out loud because I think he fucked yeah. with Chris Brown, but. Yeah, T-Pain don't care. I th- I think he screwed up by calling them a uh saying the whole princess, princess thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah you don't call no that, other that, man princess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know, care what the contest it. is. He gonna send the pyro after him. Yeah, you know he's from uh, L.A. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Brown gonna gang bang on T Pain, man. He better not come to Compton or wherever the fuck. Yeah, uh, Chris Brown be chilling at. <laughs> Yeah. Um. But yeah, the, the the Tupac shit was weird. Boozy got mad at him. <laughs> he said they were Tab said they were wasting in the interview. Okay, I'm gonna check it out. T Pain drunk is always funny as hell, man. I'll yeah. say that much. He's <laughs> super entertaining. He's super funny. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna probably check that out. But yeah, um, the, yeah, the, Boozy the, got really mad at Tupac shit. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. I, people just need to leave Tupac alone. I was talking about this with somebody not that long ago. How? You know, Tupac and Biggie, we just need to, we need to take them off the list and just put them in a whole nother category. Like, I'm tired of arguing about Tupac and Biggie, who the best, and, oh, uh, Tupac, he wouldn't be good in this era and all this other shit. Like, th- to me, this is like arguing if Bill Russell would be good mm-hmm. playing. You know, I think they were just arguing about something like this not that long ago about, uh, who was it? Oh, uh, Kevin Durant, um, he had shit on Larry Bird if he was playing during that time and some mm-hmm. shit. It's just like nobody knows what would happen. Like that, like that's some bullshit, low hanging fruit ass conversation. Like why, why is we sitting here compa- trying to see who's better between Larry Bird and Kevin Durant, who would win one on one or some bullshit? <laughs> like it's just it's goofy. like to yeah to me is like. You just like what classics do we have that? Well, I don't know. I don't want to do the Tupac thing. I have no energy for it, honestly, man. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that some other time. I just had no energy for Tupac today. We've done this enough. If yeah. you're a Gems and Juice vet, I'm sure you heard this conversation plenty of times. Yeah. We talked about it when Arian Foster brought it up back in the day, back when we had yeah. Fred Davis on, our first white guest on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that was a topic. So go back and listen to that one if you want to yeah. talk about Tupac today. The other, the other thing T Pain brought up. And I wanted to get your opinion on this to see if this is uh, – so he was talking about um, Akon. I don't know if you heard about this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He said Akon was um, – to. Um, he would have his brother perform at other venues while he performed somewhere else at the same time so he could double up the bag. He would So his brother would be performing as Akon <laughs> mm-hmm. somewhere else and while Akon is performing somewhere else. And so they pretty much getting double the bag. <laughs> so um, yeah, I, I I had no idea Akon was doing this, and his brother kind of looked similar a little bit. <laughs> so <laughs> so if you went like to in a, a dark look in a dark room with glass, just imagine you had glasses yeah. on, and mm-hmm. you know, it, like you have no idea. So if you, you went to an Akon show, you might have been <laughs> watching yeah, his brother fake on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I wanted to get your opinion. If do you think this is genius or this is foul by Akon? I mean, 
it's gene. It kind of reminds me of what NF Doom was doing. Mm. You know, NF Doom was having imposters in mass do shows, mm. and he got called out for it. But it kind of fit him because he's like the super Mysterious. villain, and of course, super villain would yeah. scam his audience. <laughs> but so I mean, genius in a way. I re- I respect the hustle on some level, but it's also some scammy horse shit, man. I I can't support that. I yeah. get, that's fraud, dog. That's it definition is. of fraud. Yeah, you you paying money, people paying a good earn, hard earned money to go see Akon, and they not seeing Akon. That's fraud, yeah. man. You can fucking get sued he and can, go to jail for that shit. Yeah, I was gonna say so. yeah because if they call him doing that in real time, people gonna ask for their money back. Exactly. <laughs> like, I don't give a damn how good the show is, or if you sound just like him. Like, nah, I'm I'm coming to see Akon. I want to see Akon. Mm-hmm. So, um. It was, I guess, it's kind of genius for the simple fact that he trying to double up the bag a little bit. If he got two, sh- if he was booked for uh, a show in two days or something, and you know he he want to get greedy and <laughs> get all of it. I think it's kind of genius from that part. But as a fan, I would I would I wouldn't be a fan of this. Yeah, no, that's whack, man. We can't be supporting scamming shit, dog. Like I said, I respect the hustle in a way. But that that's some scammy bullshit. I can't yeah. support it. Yeah, and it's like that's, how that's much? Whack. And then it's like how much money do you need, man? Exactly. Like like what you get? What fifty thousand or some shit, mm-hmm. <laughs> or twenty five thousand, or whatever the price might be. Yeah. It's like come on, man. But on another level too, I have to say like because a popular dark skin joke back in the day was called uh, any dark skin nigga Akon. Yeah. Like a Akon, so maybe that was like the get back. <laughs> since, oh, and since every dark skinned dude is Akon back then, say, hey, here's Akon. Y'all say every dark skinned <laughs> nigga Akon, so here's Akon here. <laughs> but yeah, man, but nah, that, that's some scammy bullshit. You can't be doing that. You can't be having fake shows, man. That's whack. Yeah. <laughs> um, other things that happened this week. Um, you did want to bring up the oh yeah, let's talk about this first. I'm talking about Funk Flex and Griselda because I did actually hear about this. Yeah. <laughs> so Con- I, it was Conway who brought this shit up, right? Yeah, it was Conway. Yeah. Who got on like an Instagram live or something? Yeah. And was basically just shitting on Funk Master Flex. Yeah. Let me try to play this audio real quick. I think I can play it from here. But yeah, uh, Conway, he went on a rant. Pretty much the same rant rappers be going through. Yeah, DJs are they don't old, support us. They gatekeeping, blah, yeah. blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, let me, let New me York this. is shit. My opinion, you hear man, this? I gotta get them old niggas about the way, like flexing them niggas, man. Not really. Not really. But go ahead and play it. Like I, I can hear a little bit. All right. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, New York and shit, my opinion, man. Y'all gotta get them old niggas about the way, like flexing them niggas, man. Y'all you know I mean them gatekeepers that that y'all got up there, man. That's that's trying to dictate, like who who who. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. Good thing I don't need y'all niggas because if I needed y'all niggas, y'all niggas would be fake stifling my growth. Y'all don't play my shit. Sus one, you got on Wendy Williams show, nigga, on primetime TV, nigga, and like say it, what you say. Yeah, uh, that's most of what he was saying. Um, so if you if you ain't here, he was saying how um pretty much Funk Flex Flex don't really support their music. DJ Sus One was on Wendy Williams and then play their music. He shouted them out, but then play their 
don't really play their music and they're all gatekeepers and stuff like that. So just a typical rapper versus DJ rant. <laughs> yeah. And Funk Flex, who, of course, loves drama. You know, he built a career off of rapper drama. Of course, he made into this man. Um, he called out Conway to basically was like, you know, what 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 kind of music of yours is popping right now, man? <laughs> Shit like that. I mean, I thought it was kind of funny for Conway to talk about how old Funk Master Flex is when I don't think it, he's too much older than Conway. Yeah, he right so behind him. Old, old head on old head violence here going yeah. on. And... <laughs> Like, look, like, I, I don't know what, what I mean. Griselda, I think, has exceeded what was expected of them. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it they would be kind of corny if they were getting played on the radio all the time. Let's be honest. Like, yeah. the appeal of them is like they're an underground group, man. Yeah. They're a grimy, old school sounding group. Mm-hmm. You don't want to hear their shit on the radio, man. Yeah. Wu-Tang got cornered to people when they started getting played on the radio all the time, man, with some mainstream sounding hits and shit. Yeah. Method Man doing songs with Mary J. Blige. That kind of took away from some of their grittiness. Yeah. You know? So I, I don't know. Like it's a tired debate at this point, man. And I could see if it was a young rapper who was popping in the streets and was like, Funk, don't play my shit. We we, we need some younger DJs and uh controlling the culture. I could see that. Yeah. But Conway making it about Griselda and him not playing their records. It's like, yeah, it, it, it did. It didn't hit for me, man. I, I didn't see his point. The, the problem I had with this is you uh, rappers don't necessarily need a DJ to spend their shit, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like Griselda is doing just fine without Funk Flex spending their music. I don't know if you want them to spend it on the radio or what, but I feel like they're doing just fine without that. So why do you need somebody like him to play your records? Like who gives a shit at this point? Mm-hmm. Because y'all y'all got a loyal fan base anyway. So why? I mean, what is that gonna do if he spend your shit? But um, to me, man, I just look Funk he, uh, Funk Flex actually replied to this, and he was saying how you know ain't nobody you know he he in he's in clubs, ain't nobody trying to listen to no Griselda in a club, man. And to me, it makes sense. And this is huge coming from somebody like Funk Flex because he was always considered like the old dinosaur Mm -hmm. and never really gave in to the new rap. But now he's actually giving in to the new rap. He actually be having all of these young rappers on. He's spinning their music. So he's, you know, he had to grow from that too because he was the same way where it was, you know, New York hip hop and all this other shit. But now, you know, he see where it is. He see where the money is. And, you know, no disrespect to Griselda, but that's not what they plan on the radio and, you know, in clubs. So at the end of the day, he, you know, it's a business for him. So I just don't understand why, you know, Griselda was so pissed about this. Yeah, I don't know. And I hate to say it, man, they seem to be like a group that's always whining now. Yeah, like either they got beef with each other, and the group trying to break up, or now they whine at Funkmaster Flex. It's like, man, just making music, dog. Like I don't want to hear this uh, old head yelling from the porch, yeah, talking about how what people ain't supporting people and <laughs> shit. It's like, man, just just making music, man. You got a yeah. fan base, be- got a solid be- fan base that supports you. 
Yeah. It just work off the, of that. Yeah, the thing is, like, even like with Funk Flex, he like the definition of a gatekeeper, that's not really Funk Flex. People ain't going to Funk Flex. He ain't like the guy you gotta go to to get somewhere. You could get somewhere without going to Funk Flex. So I don't really understand why he's saying you got to get rid of these gatekeepers like Funk Flex and all this other stuff. It's a lot of ways you can, you know, be successful without going to him, per se. Yeah. But I don't know, man. It just seemed, it seemed a little bitter, man. And it's like, damn, if he was playing your shit, will you be sitting here making this argument? <laughs> so I just I just don't get it, man. And they're... They're not that type of group. I'm, you know, I and look, I used to be the artist that always complained to DJs too, like mm-hmm. play my shit and all this other shit. But it's deeper than that, man. You got to build relationships. You got to, you know, make good music for them to, to, you know, play your shit. And I don't know what happened between them two, but I don't know, man. Grizel, like. I just don't get it, man. Griselda is not the type of, you know, music you play in a club or some shit. So um, I just don't understand why he's so pissed about that. And they, like you said, they exceeded their, you know, expectations. So they should be cool that they, you know, even high up on the list like this. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I mean, really, they should be looking inward because they got everything a rapper and that rap group could ask for. They got the major label. They got shady behind them. Yep. They had all these connections, all these industry, like they made it, man. They made it compared to what they were before. Like yeah. they made it. They're successful. Yeah. They probably so, the most hot, probably um, not high maintenance, but high end type of underground crew that made it because you got other people like rock Marciano and, People like that that didn't make it to that level. And they're still underground. But you don't see Rock saying, hey, play my music, Flex. Like <laughs> All these mm-hmm. gatekeepers and, you know, these DJs won't spin our shit. It's just like, man, like, no. Nah. Like, you got your fans. You make, you got your fans. You making your money. Just keep it moving, man. No, I agree. I agree. Kind of a corny beef, but. Yeah, this, because this, yeah, this is. Because this ain't this ain't like how remember when DJ Envy said he he ain't playing no more Nicki Minaj, and you know he just refused to play her because of some little incident they both had. It's not like that because Nicki Minaj make radio music, mm-hmm. and if somebody like that is not playing her music, that could be a problem. But this ain't even that type of situation because it's like how can I even play it? <laughs> Like I'm sure if it if the song was hot enough to play on the radio, he would. But it's like I don't know. People, artists be be in they feeling so much, man. They just need to just do music and keep it moving. And then he said, he said, good thing I ain't got to go to him because you know that otherwise that stop stump my growth or something like that. If it's not stumping your growth, why are you complaining about it? <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. that's like if we, you know, if we was doing this podcast and we got to a high level and then some executive or something didn't really rock with us like that. And we like, man, see this executive, they, you know, they would have stumped our growth if we, you know, was working with them, all this. Like, why do it matter now? <laughs> 
Like, it don't even matter at this point. <laughs> if you sit here and talk about you getting money and you you doing good, why are you complaining about this? No, I agree. And I always thought that's funny about rappers. They they brag about their lifestyle and how much money they're making and how much they're selling. And the next minute, they get mad at people for not listening to their albums. They get mad at the label for not paying them enough. And they want, like, complaining about money suddenly. Like, <laughs> you ain't either, something's not connecting here, man. Yeah. Either you rich and don't need rap, like you say in all your fucking raps, or you do need rap and you're desperate for a fucking contract or some shit to work out. So, yeah, yeah, man. It's always funny seeing that contradiction about them <laughs> rapping about a certain shit and then complaining on Twitter about, oh, the label, oh, the DJs. Oh, oh, oh. Come on, man. <laughs> it's always yeah. funny to me. The yeah. hypocrisy. The hypocrisy of it all. But we are in a hypocritical world. So mm-hmm. what can you do? Yeah. Um, now, you brought this up earlier. I guess people, the internet detectives did some digging up on Glorilla, who mm-hmm. just recently signed a Yo Gotti's label. And I guess they found out that he was a, or she was a Young Dolph fan. Yeah, she was, man. It, which means that you were anti Yo Gotti if you're a Young Dolph fan. Yeah. So, yeah, there was a tweet put up by her. I can't see the year it was put up. Yeah, but this was uh, put up 2019. I can't even see it. I need it to might be two, it, it might, yeah, it might be 2018. Yeah, I can't see it. Yeah, uh, the, the damn, the fucking motherfucking people put okay, sidebar. <laughs> I am sick of people putting watermarks on shit that you fucking took a screenshot of. Yeah, <laughs> okay. You know what watermarks That's not yours. are for? Yes. When you create something yourself yeah. and don't want it being used, like if you make a cool edit that actually took you work to put together, if you made a drawing, if you made something, because people always do that shit where they cut off the original creator yeah. and post it, I get it. You don't put a fucking watermark on a tweet. That's not that you yours. Screen capped. Yes. Okay. Anybody yes. could do that. Nobody <laughs> and nobody ever says, "Oh, let me go to this account because they must yeah. got the T." Yeah. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here, man. I'm sick of this shit, dog. Yeah, me Everything too. Everything got a big ass watermark on it. You fucking <laughs> screenshot. You fucking take a video that's been posted up already and puts your own shit. Some people on YouTube will take a video that's already circulating around, yes. change nothing about it. Except putting in their old listen to DJ so and so or whatever the fuck. Oh, fuck out of here with that shit, man. I'm sick of it. Yeah. I'm sick of it, dog. <laughs> like, just nobody's going to check out your stupid fucking Instagram page just because you screen capped a tweet. Yes. Stop this bullshit, man. I'm sick of this, dog. Yeah. Remember back in the day when they, um, like, yeah, have like a fight video or something? And yes. then, like, Go to hiphopdan.com. <laughs> it did be like it be like sound effects on it, like yes. go to hiphopdan.com. Come, 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 come. And then just play it throughout the whole thing. And they didn't even take the video, man. <laughs> yes. They stole the video, put yes. their own shit on top of it, and put it out there, man. That's the most <laughs> sickening part of it, dog. <laughs> I'm sick of this watermark culture. I'm sick of the DJ tag, the tag and everything like it's yours. Go to JimsyJuicePod.com. Yes. Go to JimsyJuice.com. Yes, dog. Go to JimsyJuice.com. 
And they just keep doing that. It's just yes. like, man, let me cut this shit off. It's fucking annoying, man. <laughs> and like I said, it's not their video. They even look hard for it. It's a video that's everywhere. And then you just look, the first result you click on it is some bullshit. Yes. It, nobody's going to check out your page. Nobody's going <laughs> to listen to your shit just because you posted a video that people were looking for, okay? Yeah. Nobody cares where the video came from, okay? Yeah. Nobody cares who screen capped the tweet. You care yeah. about the tweet. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder who, like, who just sit there and think, oh, yeah, let me put the website right here across the whole fucking picture. <laughs> Mm, let me go to this let me go to this instagram page oh man that's great marketing ain't it and let, let me go to this page oh, God. people just trying to get on by any means necessary y'all give it a fucking rest okay <laughs> nobody cares yeah. all right I, I i just hate this shit man yeah. i hate when and, people have a tweet related to nothing some people have a funny tweet yeah. But then they put like they shit at the bottom. Yeah. Like listen to my music too. Like sometimes it makes sense. Sometimes yeah. I understand it. But other times it's like you made a joke, dog. Yes. <laughs> we we came for the joke. We didn't come for the music <laughs> or whatever else, man. But even that that's that's not as bad as the whole screen cap and shit. That I don't mean to mix that in between it because the screen cap cap and shit, the stealing people's shit and posting it as your own, that shit is the worst. It's irritating. It's it's so irritating. Yes. <laughs> I had to get that off my chest, man, because I'm really sick of it, dog. It's getting worse, man. Yeah. And I'm looking at this tweet that we're trying to read, and the fucking watermark is all across the <laughs> shit. You can barely even I know. See. <laughs> it's so fucking annoying, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, the tweet yeah. says once you get past the stupid ass fucking watermark, <laughs> the, the, the tweet says, Fuck out of here, Dolph Clean got off on Ho Gotti ass. Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a food off. Is it food off? F- I, I I figured she was trying to say F O H, like fuck out of here. Okay, but maybe I'm mistaken. I don't know. Okay. maybe food off means something else. I don't know. But I thought yeah. she was saying fuck out of here. Mm. He said Dolph Clean got off on Ho Gotti ass on my, on mama. my mama. Yeah, or whatever else O M M could mean. Yeah. And then a bunch of emoji laughing, crying face. Yeah. So apparently she, um, and, and this is on Facebook because this is her whole name, Gloria Woods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, so apparently this went viral after she signed her deal to Yo Gotti. <laughs> so now they trying to call her out like, damn, like you was just talking shit about him, but now you want to <laughs> sign to him. I mean, is this look? If you uh, go, everybody done shit, it like they remember a few years ago they they looked through all these industry people old tweets. Yeah, this is really when people started taking care of like their internet shit and started deleting shit. Yeah, because a few years ago I remember this day they went through like every big entertainer and found some tweets of them shitting on somebody they work <laughs> with now or are cool with now. Yeah, and it's happened, and they had to all apologize for it. <laughs> Everybody except the only one who didn't was Tyler the Creator. He didn't give a fuck. He's like, I fuck it. I meant all that. But, you know, he's a troll, so nobody yeah. cared. But everybody else, ASAP had something like that. I think Travis Scott had some. Like every big artist had some shit where they were tweeting on some shitting on somebody that they fuck with now, yeah. and they had to apologize for it. I thought that was hilarious. So. 
it's nothing new, man. Come on. She was probably even younger than what she is now. Well, definitely she was. And yeah. you're a teenager getting tweets off. It ain't the same. Of course, people grow up, you get into business with people, and then your opinions change. Obviously. Yeah. So ain't no big deal, man. Yeah, I think people being petty. And it, look, man, this was whatever the year it was since it's all blocked, maybe 2017, 18, or 19. But look, man, people people grow. Like, she probably was a kid. She, you know, she blew up out of nowhere, first of all. So clearly she was a fan of Young Dolph. And, you know, we all do that all the time, man. You, you know, you was a big Jay-Z fan, so you sided more with Jay-Z than Nas. And I mean, I'm sure you got some Nas mm-hmm. hate tweets from oh, back in yeah. the day. <laughs> so yeah, I probably, I probably, honestly, I probably got some hate Jay Z tweets because I was a Dipset fan. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you know, it's all there, man. But I, I'm tired of people, and it's so damn easy to just search what you could have tweeted, especially mm-hmm. on Twitter. You could just go to somebody's Twitter page and type in um, that name handle. And then you could type in something like nigga or something to see if they mm. said nigga. How many times they, they said that. That's how people be getting caught up. <laughs> yes. So every time somebody say something goofy, then they just search their tweets. Some and, white person goes viral off of some shit. And yeah. And they look them up and it said nigga. Like that one girl who was rapping that, uh, was it Lil Baby? That white lady who was oh, rapping yeah. Lil Baby. Yeah. They searched her and like the nigga wasn't even bad. Like <laughs> she was talking about a bobcat. <laughs> but they tried to cancel her for that shit. I'm like, man, y'all just getting deaf at this point. If yeah. you actually said a black, called a black person a nigga, I would have been a little more like, eh. Yeah. But nah, she she called a bobcat a nigga, <laughs> animal. So yeah. I'm like, nah, whatever. Yeah. What, uh, speaking of the tweets going viral, it was somebody I forgot who it was. I don't. It was some R&B person. I don't know if it was Lucky Day. Or if it was like uh, Brent Fires or some, it was somebody in that caliber. They pretty much said Soldier Boy was whack as fuck or something. Mm-hmm. They said this back in 2012. Yeah, 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 it was Brent Fires. Yeah, it was Brent Fires. Yeah. And Soldier Boy retweeted that shit like a couple days ago. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about like shut up, bitch ass nigga. He said something. It was like bad about it. It was a tweet for 2012. Uh, 10 years ago, man. Come on now, man. Come on now, man. It was, it was funny. It was just like, man, like Soldier Boy is funny as hell for even <laughs> entertaining that, man. Nah, he is. He is. <laughs> because Brent Fires, what was he doing back in 2012? Dog, he was what? <laughs> fucking a teenager. Like, yeah. he probably 2012 was the early years of Twitter, too. Man. Everybody was just tweeting bullshit at that yeah, time. Yeah, that's when Twitter was cool, man, where you, mm-hmm. you could just tweet anything. Now, motherfuckers, too buttoned up and professional on Twitter, man. Twitter's just annoying. Like, I, I'm addicted to Twitter because I, so I can never leave it, but it's just annoying now. Like, the vibes ain't the same. People don't follow each other no more. Yeah. People don't fucking interact no more. It's all just fucking. It's a mess, man. Yeah, I think it got worse once like media people got on there. Oh, because yeah, they only they only on there for news and stuff like that. So whenever somebody tweet a joke or something like that, they be like, "Oh, why you tweet that?" And mm-hmm. all this other bullshit. It's just like Twitter was all about fun and jokes and shit like that. Good vibes. 
now motherfuckers they you know they be screenshotting shit and be like oh look what he said oh oh he liked no. this they, they give you a warning if you include certain words in your tweet before <laughs> tweeting them damn They're like oh this, yeah this might offend like if you say stupid or some shit like that yeah they say oh are you sure you want to tweet this this could be offensive and people don't like tweets like this yeah like I, what yeah one of my that man yeah one of my uh instagram comments got flagged because i um i think it was somebody somebody did, it was a video somebody did something stupid it was like a little kid or something did something stupid i think it was a little kid no it might have been a grown-ass man did something i'm like man you um somebody should have whooped his ass and my oh, shit yeah, got yeah. my shit got flagged yeah, for that yeah. i'm like damn yeah. <laughs> and i usually don't be commenting on no public um you know posts and shit like that but i thought it was kind of funny i'm like man they need to whoop his ass man i yeah. look back a couple days later they said my shit was uh my comment got flagged i'm like damn <laughs> no that yeah they you can't even joke about violence anymore man yeah like if you say i'm, I'm, I'm if i if, if you say if somebody gets my order wrong i would whoop their ass some shit is clearly joking yeah you could get banned for that dog <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't fuck around with any kind of perceived threats of violence even if it's a joke yeah so yeah you, you can't even put get that off no more yeah it's yeah it's goofy man yeah it really is it <laughs> really is but people people ruined it man. i don't even blame the companies it's the people people got on people blame the tumblr migration tumblr was a app full of like sensitive artists and once that changed because they banned porn and got more cracked down on shit everybody moved to twitter yeah and twitter got ruined so yeah yeah, yeah it is where it is yeah elon musk might have to buy it after all so we'll see if he does anything with it yeah he said he he said he withdrew his i guess offer or some shit yeah so i guess that that ain't happening <laughs> yeah i mean he he was offering too much for it that's why they're trying to offload it because they know that nobody else gonna buy it for that much yeah <laughs> and he know it ain't worth that so yeah. Oh, Tab says he got banned on IG for saying cracker, referring <laughs> to a white dude. WTF. Yeah, that's because if you black, you don't get banned for saying nigga. Yes. So why yeah. would, why do you, Tab, dog, I, I'm I'm fighting for your case, man. I, I'm a, yeah, that's great. <laughs> if you need me to advocate for you, I'm a plain reverse racism. Yeah. Because that's not fair. You should be able to say cracker if you're white. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> so I wonder, so if we say cracker, Will we get banned? If somebody reports us, maybe. Yeah, that's. But I, I mean, that's probably just one of those words you get banned for. Yeah. Then, no, people say nigga all the time. That's they what I'm saying. For that. Yeah. So that's crazy. And see, and see, I was thinking like, damn, like it's it's weird how they just let the word nigga fly. Like, oh, that's cool to do it, but cracker or you know something like that, that's not cool. And it's just like, damn, like why y'all letting nigga fly then? But in the but same, be, but the same breath, people use it all the time. Exactly. So we'd be we'd be pissed if we couldn't say it. <laughs> yeah, I remember a few years ago, because you know, Xbox was like king racism when you're fucking playing <laughs> yeah. online games. People calling you dirty n words and shit. So a while back, I remember they like banned anybody or suspended <laughs> people who said the n word damn but then all the black people complained about it because they're like all of us got banned that's how we talk yeah exactly <laughs> so like it, black people would, would fight that tooth and nail 
Yeah. <laughs> so that's the issue. Yeah, that yeah. That's the <laughs> That's the double edged sword. Want to keep the word alive. So that's Yeah, because like I don't even know if we should if if somebody like me should be offended that it's cool to use the word nigga, <laughs> but not cool to use the word cracker. But in the same breath, we always use that word. So yeah, I guess our people fought for that word. No, it shouldn't. Man. Hate, people can't even act like that's anywhere near similar. Okay, yeah. cracker is just a funny word. All right. Yeah. I'm sorry, it is. Like Honky, it's, all the white people words are just funny, man. Yeah. Honky, and, cracker, I, and honestly. And honestly, I feel like white people don't even be offended from that word. They just—they're not. They just want to say they—they just we can't say this. You can't say that. That's all they care about. Yeah. Or they try to use it against us, saying, "Oh, y'all get to say this, but we can't say that." Exactly. So I ain't never heard. I ain't heard nobody. Yeah. Get really mad about being called a cracker. Yeah. So what? Go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say like, what's the what's the story behind the word cracker or honky? Like I've heard different things about crack. People said the crack of the whip. I don't know if that's even true. I think that's just one of them rumors that got perpetuated. I don't know where cracker came from. Yeah. People say it's from slavery. I, I don't know if that's true. Yeah. Uh, the only word I know that white people get really mad if you say or call them is cunt. Yes. Especially <laughs> white women. Yes. Dog, I was watching this soccer documentary. We going way off whatever the fuck we were talking about. Fuck, fuck it. it. Uh, I was watching this soccer documentary um, with the, uh, a team called Tottenham. Mm-hmm. And they had this manager named Jose Mourinho. Mm-hmm. And, like, he cussed all the time. Like, he was, this is, like, one of his most famous things that, like, that made him famous. He cussed all the time about everything. He says, fuck this, fuck that, stop playing like a bitch. But there was one word he said that kept getting censored. And I'm like, what is he saying worse than fuck? And it was cunt. And I'm like, what? Every cunt got bleeped out, but he could say bitch. He could say fuck. He could say shit every minute. And it was fine. But every cunt he said got bleeped out i'm like what is going on here dog what's the backstory on that word man i don't know either because that's I, one i that's never fighting words for some white people i know shit it's fighting words for a lot of white people i know yeah it was like oh he used the c word yeah and i'm like what the fuck is the c word i'm sitting yeah. here trying to figure out he used the word cunt, he said cunt. Yeah. i'm like i'm like okay <laughs> Like, I'm like, I don't get it. Man. I, yeah, I don't get it. Like, our, I feel like our fighting words is somebody call you a hoe or a bitch ass yeah. nigga. <laughs> yeah, fuck nigga, bitch ass nigga. Yeah. Like, if you say bitch, but in a mean way. Yeah. Or hoe in a mean way, because you could say that in a loving way. Yeah. <laughs> and they be fine with it. Yeah. If you say bitch, get the fuck out of my house. Who yeah. You calling a bitch. Yeah. And, and all that shit. Or if you, you say, uh, yeah. Or if you be like, look at this hoe ass nigga. <laughs> Yep. It's just yep. like yeah. Suck my dick, of course, is instant. Yes, fight, that's that's no that's matter what. Yeah, that's probably the cunt word uh, uh, yeah, for black folks. Yeah, for black, yeah, especially black men. You yeah. tell somebody to suck your dick, this you, that, you, you got to fight. fight. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So yeah, just funny these cultural differences. It's yeah, but I'm like, to analyze. I wonder what <laughs> I wonder what the real meaning behind that because it seemed like people just turn red. Yeah, and they just get, that's, get that's a trick. They just get uncomfortable. Where I'm like, what the fuck do that mean, man? Yeah. 
I think it's just the fact that you don't hear it that much. So, so I see it. I, I looked it up in the Urban Dictionary, the word C-U-N-T. And um, I guess it's another word for um, vagina. I knew that. Yeah. I, I knew that. But like, if you call somebody a pussy, yeah, it's not the same. <laughs> but calling them a cunt suddenly is fighting words. Yeah. So which I, is crazy. My thing is, I wonder why they call women that. Tab, tell us, man, you a white guy, Tab. Yeah. Tell us what's up, man. He probably <laughs> yeah, don't even know. Soul, man. He yeah, he probably know. don't know why either. He might not know either. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I'm like... Too much soul. I don't think he knows about these things. But, yeah, like, yeah. why do they... I wonder why is it like they call women that? <laughs> because yeah. we wouldn't call a woman a pussy. Yeah, we, we call true. her. We call her a true. bitch <laughs> so, yeah. or a hoe or something. <laughs> Good point. Like, yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. White people man. weird, man. Yeah. I mean, honestly, we're all weird. Dog. Yeah. Like, all this shit is weird. The fact that all these are just words, but some are just way more offensive than others for yeah. really no reason besides <laughs> the meaning we give them. Yeah. Like, even that concept is just weird, man. But it yeah. is what it is. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. So, yeah. But it's yeah. Funny, funny to think about don't, the yeah, uh, cultural don't. differences. Yeah. You want to piss a white person off, call them that. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. <laughs> And also get banned from TV or get it bleeped out at least. So yeah, <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, yeah. I think you got. I don't even remember what. Yeah, we saw about Glorilla. <laughs> oh yeah, and, and by the way, it was not Brent Fires that was talking about uh, Soldier Boy. It was Wiz Kid. Oh yeah. So Wiz Kid oh, back yeah. in um, 2010 said, "I swear, Soldier Boy is whack." Jeez. And Soldier Boy retweeted that uh, Ju- uh, July 10th of 2022, That's saying, hilarious. Your mama whack, shut your bitch ass up. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm like, Man, I, these... Does he even use Twitter anymore, Wiz Kid? Uh, I don't even wow. know. I don't even know. That's hilarious. It's funny how he just found that damn tweet. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure somebody like retweeted it and that's how he found it. It just went viral. Yeah. Yeah. People people will look up old tweets and then act like it's new by putting it back on the timeline. So, yeah, it might have been that. (laughs) But who knows, man? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Anything else happened this week, man? Anything else? Oh, yeah. You're talking about this fucking the dumbest controversy I've seen this side of Mississippi. What was it? The fucking this Doja Cat Stranger Things dude, oh yeah yeah bullshit yeah. <laughs> like this shit was going on for like a week man yeah people acting fake mad about it <laughs> so if you didn't hear apparently Doja Cat hit up one of the Stranger Things actors mm-hmm. I think his name was Noah I think he was like 17 at the time yeah and he hit she hit him up asking for his co-workers yeah co-star information co-stars information from stranger things a guy named joseph yeah i i don't know who he plays i haven't watched stranger things since uh, like season 1 yeah so um what what is his damn real name i forgot his re- real name but his name is joseph mm-hmm. and she said uh she so she dm the guy uh noah is it snap yeah. So she said, um, Noah, can you tell Joseph to hit me up? Wait, no. Does he have a girlfriend? And um he's I guess uh he told her that um um what's his name? Jo- uh Noah told her to slide in his DM and then the rest her um Joseph's account pretty much. Yeah. 
So and then she said, I don't know his IG or Twitter. He doesn't have a DM to slide in. Yeah. And then he just gave her the IG. Yeah. So but. so right after that, I guess um I guess Noah ended up posting the conversation. Mm-hmm. And it pissed off uh Doja Cat. She was yeah. She she actually did a um I don't know if it was a Twitch or something where I she I think it was IG live. Yeah, she addressed she addressed it and um you could tell she was trying not to be super mean about it because it mm-hmm. was young. He was like 17. But um yeah, she pretty much pissed. She felt like she 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 mentioned how that was some snake shit that he put the DM out there like that. But um, yeah, I kind of want to get your opinion. Who you th- do you think he, she was? She had the right to be upset about this, or is she overreacting to this? I think she had a right to be upset about it, but her reaction was kind of overblowing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was it was not that big of a deal, honestly. Yeah, um, it's not like some really super sensitive thing got leaked. Unless yeah. she was cheating on somebody, then I can understand why she maybe be upset. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man. I mean, it, it don't sound like they was that close or friend. The fact that she's DMing him on IG, <laughs> I think it was. Let me look at the caption. Yeah, I think it was IG. Yeah, it looks like it was IG. So like, she's not even texting this dude. So it don't even seem like they're that close. Yeah. So I don't think he has an obligation to like keep your communication secret. Now he should have, but then again, he's a fucking kid, man. So he yeah. don't care about this shit. Like yeah. all I care about at seventeen and younger is clout. Yeah. Okay. He don't he don't care about keeping Doja Cat as a friend long term. Yeah. So yeah, I mean he he was goofy for what he did, but she should have known better than to text a kid and ask for some information like that. <laughs> so it's her fault. Yeah. But he was still wrong for doing it. Yeah. I'll say that much, but yeah. Yeah. I what think, else can you expect? Yeah, I think he shouldn't have did it, of course. I don't I don't, I never did like showing nobody else my conversation with somebody. Mm-hmm. But um, honestly, I don't understand why. Um, unless she had a boyfriend or something like that, where she could have got caught up. I look it, to me. I thought she was a badass for you know trying to slide in somebody DM and was saying, "Hey, what's up with your friend?" Because you, I mean, do you still get girls doing that shit? I feel like girl. I feel like that's a lost art. Where remember back in the day, like, "Hey, what's up with your friend?" <laughs> type thing. So I, I kind of respected Doja Cat for doing that. For mm-hmm. for her, you know, trying to shoot her shot. And um, but couldn't because I guess the dude ain't had no DM, no no thing where she could slide in the DM. But for the simple fact she hit up the other co-worker, the other co-star was like, hey, like um, what's up with the old dude? <laughs> like, wait, he got a girlfriend. And he was like sliding his DM. Like, I, I like that, man. Because like how many, I wonder how many celebrities like her actually do that. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of respect that. It kind of made me like Doja Cat a little more, I, even though I did like her. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I kind of respect the hustle a little bit for her trying to, you know, shoot her shot. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, that happens, um, especially since she's older. I mean, older women always got to kind of shoot the shot at a younger dude. Yeah. Especially when they kind of famous. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But I'm sure this happens a lot. I think it happened with uh, Kim Kardashian. She shot the shot at, uh, what's his name? Pete Davidson. Really? Okay. Yeah. She mm. told the story. She was like, uh, she invited him, I guess after Saturday Night Live, she invited him to a party and he ain't show up. Mm. And she wanted to know why. So she got his number from somebody and she hit him up. 
I'm like, yeah, that, that's the type of life I'm trying to live, I, man. Yeah. Like, okay. I like that. <laughs> to be a completely unfunny comedian and have like a, a beautiful woman hit you up and want to yeah. fuck. Yeah, that's or piss. The type of life I'm trying to live, man. Or so. piss you didn't come to the party. <laughs> right? Right? Because I'm not paying you no mind. Like, shit, yeah. man. So I ain't mad at it, but. Yeah. And some people were mad, like, oh, she shouldn't have been DMing a 17 year old. But, like, what the fuck? Yeah. The guy she was trying to get with is 26, okay? Yes. <laughs> it's not like he's 17. Yeah. I don't see any problem with texting a 17 year old for information on your, their older co worker. Yeah. Like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. So he not, <laughs> so she's not supposed to go in his DM and say, hey, tell him to hit me up. <laughs> yeah. Like what's so bad about that? <laughs> you can't. You can't. I get people act like if you if you're thirty, you can't even talk to a minor. Yeah. Like <laughs> anything could be called grooming at this point, man. <laughs> and look, there's definitely creep shit that goes on that rightfully gets called out. But some of y'all taking it too far with this shit, man. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> some of y'all calling a a thirty four year old dating a twenty four year old grooming. Y'all, shit like that is y'all sound ridiculous man yeah like people need to calm down off these super weird accusing people of but, weird shit yeah but then the same breath they be you know the, uh, they be one the sugar daddy an old ass yep. sugar daddy yeah like what the fuck do you think that is <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's just weird man so people need to calm down with that bullshit it's yeah. It's getting annoying. Like after Me Too, once people realize they can take people down, I feel like they got drunk with power. Yeah. And now they try to do it everybody. And like I said, some people deserve it. Some people like y'all making a mountain out of a less than a molehill here. Yeah. With some of this shit, man. So give it a rest. But yeah. They won't. So. Yeah. Let them shoot their shot, man. Exactly. <laughs> I, I respect it. I'm mad at it, but <laughs> apparently they patched things up and they cool now. Yeah. So yeah, good for them. I wonder. I wonder did she get on with the old, the other dude? <laughs> did they? Yeah, did I don't they know. Talk? <laughs> I mean, after this, probably not, because I mean it's been blown up. So yeah, they can't even sneaky link no more. So yeah. <laughs> shit, I wouldn't even care, man. See, like I said, I, I respect Doja for doing that. Yeah, like shoot, shoot your shot. If you want somebody, go get them. Don't wait for them to come around. Mm-hmm. So you might miss your blessing. Exactly. I think it's exactly. I, I think it's kind of a turn on when a girl try to you know shoot your shot a little bit, not like not like trying to bag you or something. Yeah. But you know a little when thing. When they send the first hey what up? Yeah. When or, they hey, like, yeah. yeah. When they show that they're interested in you. Yeah. That's when it's like okay. That yeah because it's already we all we always talk about on this podcast how it's tricky to try to get with somebody because you don't know if they like you and all this other stuff. But if the girl give you the green light, then it's mm-hmm. like I handle the rest. Yeah. So yeah, Our man. Our part already over, man. The exactly. Gone now. So shit. Yeah. If she say, "Hey, I'm trying. I've been trying to hit you up. I like you." Mm-hmm. Like, all right. Then the rest yep. is yours, man. Yep. <laughs> That's all the brother need to know. No, I agree, hundred percent, man. I'm mad at it. Yep. So it is with enough of that fake controversy, man. Hope yeah. people get jobs and careers <laughs> and can actually focus on real problems, but I doubt it. Yeah, I've been I've been watching that show too. I'm on season four. You finally. like it? I think it's okay. I, I I think we talked about this before. I I after season two, I was done with it. Like I don't mm-hmm. want to see these kids no more. Like what 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 the fuck else they gonna <laughs> put in this show? 
Like, they gonna put some more scary monsters and all this other bullshit in it. Like, I was done with it, but I felt like social media bullied me into <laughs> finishing. <laughs> you fell into the trap, man. Yeah, because it's like, as soon as I tell somebody, I only seen um, the first and second season. Like, oh, you gotta watch the third and fourth. You, like, oh my God, it's so good. It's so, you gotta watch it. And I'm just like, man. And then people tweeting about it, talking about, oh my God, I can't believe that happened on Stranger Things. And I was just like, man, you know what? Let me go watch this shit. <laughs> so I was like binging it the whole week. And then now I'm on season four finally. But yeah, yeah, I can't wait till this shit over. People be going overboard. This is borderline. This kind of borderline got a, a Game of Thrones type of feel to it when it comes to See, the fans and shit. It, yeah, but at least Game of Thrones was good for a while, man. Yeah, like, but I would say for four years it was really good. But see the and way, kind of fell off. but see the way the fans were acting though. They had like it was yeah. just oh yeah, yeah they, were, they were hyping Thrones. up the mid seasons too. So yeah, yeah it's just it's just like oh you don't watch Game of Thrones. Oh my, they, yeah, mm-hmm. like you was like if you watch Game of Thrones or if you don't watch it, they like a fucking scientist and you're not. Yeah. It's just like, bitch, you ain't nobody because you watch Game of Thrones. Yeah, like you just so fucking nerdy or some shit. So sophisticated. You don't watch Game of Thrones? Yeah, it's just like, get your punk ass out of here. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, um, that's how how some of these fans be acting with Stranger Things. Like, oh, you got, like, they just so much of a hipster or some shit. Yeah. Dog, I don't give a fuck what people because I've learned now that most of these shows people hype up are mid. The last time I got swept up in some shit people were talking about was Squid Game. And that shit was mid, dog. Oh, did you watch like, it? We ain't never talk about it. it. Did we talk about I think, it? I think I think we did talk about really? it. Really? Okay. Um we might have watched it different times. I watched it when it came out pretty much. And mm. dog, it was <laughs> like it was okay. <laughs> It definitely did not deserve to be like the biggest show ever rating. Like, come on, man. Like, yeah. I'll admit, I, I think the director's story is inspiring. I thought it was cool. Like, I like Korean films. I like foreign films. I'm glad that they got famous off this shit. I'm glad they got paid off this shit. I'm glad a foreign film yeah. did numbers in America. Yeah. That means we could get more dope foreign films over here. Yeah. I'm cool with all that. The show itself wasn't that good, dog. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that good. And now they're yeah. doing like an American version of it. They're doing like a real life version of it. They're doing a season two of it. I'm like, eh. Yeah, they about to run into the ground. It's already been run to the ground, man, I feel. Like it's going to win probably every award at the Emmys, and they're going to act like they're so progressive for giving Korean people who used to be broke an yeah. Emmy award, and it's going to be a fucking... <laughs> you know how Hollywood is, man. Yeah. It's so, going to be a feel-good story. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so... Yeah, but that yeah, that show was overhyped to the fucking moment, man. It was yeah. okay. Yeah, like the only thing that was kind of shocking with that show because I had no idea what was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And because Squid Game, when you say Squid Games, I thought it was like a game show. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, all right, what the fuck is this? And then you know, at the beginning when all the the you know, shit happened, it's like, oh shit. But you know, I got invested in it because I wanted to see how it ends. But after what, like I, I don't want to see a part uh, season two. Like, why do I want to see a season two? And especially if they're gonna do similar shit, mm-hmm. if they're gonna go through a whole nother game reality type bullshit. Like, I don't want to see that again. And that'd be my problem with certain shows like that because it was another show, another foreign show 
uh, where they I forgot the name of it. It's on Netflix too, where they was uh, robbing a. Um, it wasn't it wasn't a bank, but they was robbing something, and it was this smart ass teacher from wherever he was, Russia or some shit, and he pretty much taught these students how to rob something. And it was a whole, they spent the whole fucking season in, inside of this building trying to get something. I forgot what it was. But after that, they ended up getting away. And it's like, all right, <laughs> like that's the end of it. But then it got like three or four more seasons. It's just like, you know, I'm like, man, I, I ended up starting season two, just the first episode. And they ended up doing the same shit somewhere in a different location. It's just like, man, nobody give a fuck. Ain't about to keep going through this shit. <laughs> Yeah, it's like prison break. Yeah. At the end of season one, they got out the prison. Yeah. And then they went back into prison to break out the prison again. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Come on, man. You can only do these ideas one time. Yeah. For it to hit. Yeah. So. I forgot the name of that damn show, but yeah, man. I'm just tired of that shit, man. Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> I agree. So, yeah, after Squid Game, I'm like, I don't give a fuck <laughs> if anybody says this show is the greatest show ever made. I'm like that. That means that's that means nothing to me <laughs> at this point. Yeah, like if, if people whose opinion I trust say no, this show is really good, and I'll check it out. Like if you tell me a show is really good, I'll check it out. Yeah. I'm not gonna go off of the masses on Twitter hyping up. Like I, I was trying to watch The Boys this last season, and it was just too much, man. It's just <laughs> not. It, it was too much, man. It was too much weird shit going on in that show, man. I really can't fuck with it. I don't think it's nearly as good as what people are hyping up to be, but that's just me. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah. I, yeah, I don't. Yeah. Yo, oh, yeah. and the name of that show, I think it was called The Heist. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was just, everybody made it show to be out something crazy. Yeah. And it was just like, man, like, all right. <laughs> like, I ain't one about thing to I've learned, people just want a shared experience and they'll mm-hmm. make one out of almost anything. Whether yeah. it's reacting to something on Twitter or watching a show and talking about watching the latest Marvel movie. That's the, really the biggest strength of Marvel movies yeah. is that people go see it out of obligation to talk about it on social media. Yeah. You know, people just want things to have a shared experience about and they don't care if it's good or not. Yeah. <laughs> like as long as it's good enough to talk about on the Internet, that's yeah. all they care about. Pe- man, people, people ha- want to feel left out. That's the main yeah. thing that drives people to to go see this shit and watch this shit. They don't yeah. want to feel left out on the conversation. Yeah. That, that's exactly why everybody would to go see Black Panther. Exactly. And by the way, that's coming out this year. I want to say. <laughs> yeah. I kind. I I ain't gonna lie. I kind of don't want to see it, but it's gonna be trash, man. Yeah, but I gotta Daniel see. Kaluuya's it. not in it. They already confirmed that. Who, who's not um, in it? Daniel Kaluuya. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, they already confirmed he's not in it. He was doing the Jordan Peele movie at the time they were filming. So Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, okay. uh, he's not going to be in it. Like, that movie's not going to be good, man. Yeah. It's just, it, Marvel done fell off, but that's a whole other <laughs> podcast we could talk about with the, with the film. Google. Yeah. Did, did you see, um, you ain't see Thor, did you? I didn't see, I, dog, I've heard nothing but bad things about me, Thor. Me though, too, man. man. Everybody's saying that shit's ass. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I ain't see it yeah. yet. I ain't see it yet. Me, uh, me and the wife, he's supposed to go see it, but now I'm, I'm, I'm like, oh man, like I'm already. I know I'm gonna be disappointed now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially since the last one was pretty good, man. The last one, the Thor movie was pretty good. That Ragnarok. Yeah. But I'm, everybody who liked that one said this one was mid at best. Yeah, so, a lot of Thor yeah. movie. I mean, Thor probably had the best movies to be honest. 
out no, of all of them. No, he does not. You don't Thor think so? one and two were kind of whack, man. Really? Thor one was boring to me. Who, who it got uh, better in the second half? But Thor one was boring. I thought Iron Man probably had the best one. Actually, I don't know. Iron Man two was whack. I don't know who got the yeah, best. Yeah, I'm talking. Yeah, yet. I'm talking about like as a recent kind of in oh. recent. As a reason, I, I felt I would like say Spider Man probably had the best movies. Man. Really? Okay. I probably like those the best, even though they weren't all that great. They were okay. So okay, yeah. yeah I feel like people kind of put Thor up there more yeah, than be. like any other movie. Could be. Yeah. Could be. I don't know. But yeah, we'll <laughs> yeah. I want to still go see it, but yeah, I'm yeah, not really got to review it for the podcast, man. Take the bullet for the team. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. I think that about wraps things up for this edition. I don't think we got anything else to talk about, react to. We'll go ahead and close the stream out first, of course. Thank you all for listening. Thank you, Tab, for joining in the conversation. Remember, y'all, we stream live pretty much every Friday around 8, 8.30 or so. So, uh, yeah, come in, kick it with us. Uh, YouTube and Twitch, Gems and Juice. And yeah, subscribe, like, follow, share, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Appreciate y'all. Love y'all. And next time. And now for the audio portion, we need the Anita Baker in full effect. Yes. I don't know if you're going to be able to hear it, but I'm going to play. I won't. It's all good. (laughs) I can can feel the vibes no matter what, man. The Anita across the space and time. You don't need to. So yeah, of course, as always, we love y'all. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Yeah, a lot going down. Make sure you keep it tuned in in the loop. Ten and two sports radio six ten. Biggie Fig and the crew are gonna be holding it down through the whole Texans summer camp coming up soon. So make sure you stay plugged in for all that. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. You probably already doing all that shit anyway. So. Tell your friends, okay? You got good content, bro. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And until next time, folks. Peace.